Good evening, everybody, and welcome to uh, Bang Bang Podcast. That was possibly the most <laughs> professional, non-high-pitched introduction you've ever done. Andrew, Thank you I'm, very much. I'm absolutely flabbergasted at your yeah. professionalism. That's what I've got written on these notes, basically, it was that sentence. Well big, done. Big writing, so I can well see it. Well done. You, and he's yeah. written it down. Yeah. And he read it. Yeah. He is literate, yeah. everybody. Well done, Thank you very much. Andrew. Thank you very much. I've been working on that intro all week in the mirror. Um, so I'm glad you appreciate yeah, it. Don't, no, it, it's paid dividends. Yeah. Please continue to look like a dickhead talking to yourself in the mirror every week because it, will, seems, yeah. to, it seems yeah. to make you a better human. Thank you very much. No it's, problem it's at all. going to be a more polished uh, episode. Don't talk about polish with a head like that, man. <laughs> so, yeah... Um, we're Bang Bang Podcast, we're from Bristol, we're two, uh, well I'm, I'm approaching, I think I'm middle-aged, I'm 42. You are middle-aged, yeah, you're in your 40s yeah. now, isn't it? You're, you, you, you just entered, when you hit 40, you're yeah. in middle-age. Okay, right, so I'm middle-aged, and you're... I'm, I'm preparing to leave middle-age. <laughs> Reaching the back, the back straights, the home straights? No, no, no. Of, uh, of, of middle-agedness. Oh, and we talk about, um, we talk about wrestling, we talk about stuff and bollocks and life He's I imagine he probably would have if, if you listen to this I always say this every week if you listen to this the first time like why hello yeah why, <laughs> why, why, why are you the, bothering but but yeah we do and we, I think we get some new listeners every week well that's nice to so. know yeah um, um, I've got nothing to base that on basically they don't appreciably go mm. up so the, the what you're the underlying thing around there we gain some new listeners every week yeah but as our numbers aren't really going up that much we're obviously losing some listeners every week there is that on the flip side well i mean i don't you know grateful fucks <laughs> yeah 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 if you're one of the people who don't listen to us anymore then go fuck yourself um he's been spending too much time with me everybody yeah. I, I do apologize so last week we did uh a nice long episode about ted dibiase which was Quite well received. Quite well received. I think it was well received. Uh, again, the numbers are pretty good on that. Um, we even and I almost punched him. Yeah. I, and I'm not sure he's aware that he was almost punched. Yeah. When he went on about demographics to me, and I fucking totally switched off because they're when, the what, cunts, today obviously. or today or yeah. earlier on. Oh yeah, I did go through some of the demos with Steve earlier. <laughs> you like to? He's into that kind of thing. But I'm not going to bore you with that kind of. Um, no, 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 because I will punch you yeah. if you repeat. It's not like us to ramble on about someone meaning this for 10 minutes. So, um, but yeah, yeah, so people enjoyed the Teddy Biafra episode. And I asked for emails again this week. And my um, exciting topics this week were uh, favourite and, well, not favourite, but NXT call ups, which have gone well and which have gone bad, which is a bit of a shitty topic because. Yeah, one, most I them, haven't watched any. Of the main roster, though, to see how they've gone anyway. No, but I mean previously, and then what do um, what do you think wrestlers, certain wrestlers, smell like? I think you were spot on with Braun Strowman smelling a oxtail soup. Yeah, I thought that was quite a good one as well. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I think. But we had a couple of emails about the subject, so we'll we'll get them. Get I them I'm I my own personal feeling is yeah. that um. Velveteen Dream smells of piss and jelly babies. Possibly, yeah, yeah. Um, our f- Nels, Nels, anyway, not the wrestler Nels, our friend Nels from yeah, uh, yeah. 
from Twitter. Oh, she, she, she's actually, she let slip that she's a Geordie. She is a Geordie, yeah. Fucking, so, like, so quit this. my fucking undercrackers, I used to be like, or, no, that's Indian. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't, I can't do accents. I was going to read this in a Geordie accent, but no, I think you, you you're, may you're, end you're up. You're not doing any, not like no, neither no, no, of us no, no. will I'm do not any. I'm not gonna, that's Love a Geordie accent. Quite go up and play indeed. previously up in places like the Riverside and the Broken Doll up in yeah. up in Newcastle. Can't understand a fucking word they're on when they're drunk. No, no, no. It's brilliant. no. And I quite frequently mention Biker Grove on Twitter. So, yeah. Uh, so she, she's emailed into us and she says, she, I feel like all wrestlers either smell uh, like alcohol, deep heat or baby oil. Kurt Angle probably smells like hot milk. Triple H looks like he smells like cheap fake tan from Claire's accessories. I think all women, this is Nell, it's not us. I think all women smell like fruit and hairspray because girls are not gross like boys. I think Kota Ibushi smells like clouds and fresh linen and new babies and all those other lovely, fresh, clean, perfect smells because he was carved by the hands of God himself. Aww. I, I, I think you need to. I can see a cease and desist um, notice coming from Japanese police. Yeah, um, winging its way to nails. And then she's mentioned a few of the a few of the call ups. Obviously, most of most of them. So she mentioned uh, obviously Officer Payne who got released this week. The 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 writers of discomfort. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, EC three. Basically, was called up for no particular reason. Was he had a couple of matches? And... Oh, um, th- those I did not see the point. Um, I think my own personal thing is a little yeah. bit of Dusty Road syndrome going on with with the artist formerly known as Derek Bateman. Yeah. Um, because of his association with Dixie Carter and him being Ethan Carter the Third yeah. originally. I think he was brought back up just just to prove that would they he be... was he was nothing yeah. after being their world champion. Would they be that petty? Yes, of course. Yeah, of course, they absolutely. Yeah, yeah um, sorry. Yeah. And she also which is mentioned a shame because I yeah. think he had a fucking great. Oh, he's brilliant. A great um a great theme music. That mm. top one percent thing was was good. Suited him. And his um next is did you ever hear his impact? Probably uh, theme music. Trouble, 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 trouble. That was good. Um, she also mentioned that uh, she read an interview, in, interview with Sean Not Spears. And he basically said that... Obviously, he was in NXT for ages, wasn't he? Yeah, Doing yeah. His, um, what was his name? Ty Dillinger. Yeah. And he said, basically, it doesn't matter. You could be in NXT for ages. And when you move up, obviously, there's new people, new producers, new... They don't get you. And if it? they don't get it, then you're fucked, basically. To be honest, yeah. Ty, Sean... yeah. You were rubbish in NXT. <laughs> I quite liked him. You were bland. Um, what do you this gimmick? You only they? got called up so you could be number ten in yeah. the Royal Rumble one year. Yeah. So I I I didn't get him. Um, he was buried straight away on on Tony Flippy Wrestling, and then he was left. Well, to is be he still managed by Tony Blanchard or Tony Nobody Blanchard's knows. moved on and there? And quite frankly, who fucking cares? Well, yeah. Because, yeah. Right. I, I think I think if you can't sustain a push in a smaller promotion, mm. then it sort of throws into sharp relief your yeah, run yeah, yeah. in the main He was promotion. in NXT for ages as well, And he? didn't do anything. No, until he got was, that 10 gimmick. He was, he was like 
And even when he had that ten gimmick, he was still basically enhancement talent. Oh, he was put. He, he, he was there he, to put people in. Yeah, there. which is probably what he should, that's what his <clears throat> probably what his function should be as a as a wrestler, really. Because yeah, he's good yeah, at doing yeah. it. He's he's it, he this went, generation's Pete Doherty. When he um not the guy from Liberty. Not from, not from yeah. You know um, what I mean, George but, South. But when he when he when he again. I don't like talking about you. About you, <laughs> talking about you. I don't like talking to you about AEW because it ends up in a, in a rant. But when he when he first signed to AEW, they gave him. Obviously, went into a feud with Cody Rhodes straight away. Chairman of the board and all that yeah. sort of. And it, but they were giving him. But they didn't. They rushed love, it. and they're giving him all these stupid fuck. Give him a manager. Give yeah. him this, and this is in the space of about six months. And then they jogged him out the first time he got his hands on yeah, Cody. Yeah, yeah. And then that's it, push over. But what's he going to do then, yeah? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but and now yeah. he's been saddled with this thing where basically he's he's second fiddle to Tully Blanchard. Yeah. Who has already got bored. He's, and yeah, he's moved on. With the revival, yeah. Yeah. And any other business, Sting is Steve's always having a rant. I was, uh, can he tell us about something that made him laugh his head off in a good way in wrestling? And that's from Nothing. Nels. Nothing. Oh, in history. Makes me laugh in the whole history of wrestling yeah. has made me laugh in a good way. I laugh in a condescending way. I laugh in a bloody hell that's pathetic yeah. sort of way. I never laugh out of joy. No. Ever. Ever. Anything. Anything ever. Yeah. Who sent that in? That was, that was the end of Nelson's that email. That was the end. Of, I'm not a joyless cunt at all. No. All right. Yeah. I'm a lovely, lovely man yeah, who rants and wants to kill most people. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got another email. One more. No, keep going. From, keep going. Um, it saves me talking about actual wrestling. It does, doesn't it? Our old pal. Our old pal. Our old pal. Our old pal. It's not the old Chris. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> Roll out the barrel. <laughs> it's our old pal uh, at Pig's Bladders on Twitter. Know him well. Know him well. Yeah. He's. Um, about smelly things. Yeah. Right. Um, wait, so first of all, what does wrestling smell like at a live event? Um, Are you aware? Andy yeah. never, ever has an odour. Me? At all. I, 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 I have not... That's a good thing, isn't it? Well, no, but you don't smell of anything. I do. You, you, could, you, could, you could go through a smell detector, Jack, <laughs> and not trigger it. Mm. There's nothing. You don't even smell of human. I ran part, partially here today, so I'm quite sweaty. Yeah. So, hey, put yeah. So, what does wrestling? Mark at a live event. He's put now. The answer is obviously old sweaty men, beer, wet dogs, and a kebab. What does a individual wrestling promotion smell like? He's put AEW is a bit like an extra hot chicken tikka masala. No, not hot. Wait for it. Wait for it before you. Wait for it. Not hot when you're eating it, but toxic as fuck in the morning when you're sat on the tw toilet reading Twitter. Okay. Yeah, I thought you liked that. NXT well, no, Brute Sixty Six. Like it. It, it was. It was a. It was acknowledgement. <laughs> yeah. NXT smells like brute. A smell that reminds you of days gone by. The way men used to smell. Underestimate at your peril. WWE has had a few different smells over the years. For a while, it was stout. Which evolved into champagne. This changed into lager, only to become popcorn, and finally today it smells of cheese on toast. I, I actually, yeah. I, I agree with that one. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good analogy. Everything good. else, I refuse to acknowledge. Okay, fine. Right then. So what are we talking about? Do you want to do beers? I'm still drinking my leftover red stripe. Yeah, he's taken. Week. He's taken many weeks to get through. Well, I keep bringing more. 
and then not drinking all of them. So no. he hasn't actually had to buy any beer this no. week no. because the shandy-handed fuck is finally going to drink I'm all his beers. Him off. Yeah. He's going to finish, people. Yeah. Going to finish. Um, You're still on that. You're I, I, that have been, I have been busy with work. Yeah. Work has been extremely busy. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not, and I've let them down, but they are yeah. busy doing other things. Yeah. I've not bought anything from Bottles and Books for over a week. Yeah. Um, partly because we found some rum that we like. Okay. And we've drunk the shit out of that. Because we went on holiday yeah. um, to Cornwall. Uh, we met up with my ex-guitarist, Wiggy, down in, we, he lives down in Perrinpore, so he came up Padstow to see us. Padstow was absolutely packed. There was absolutely yeah. zero social distancing going on. Um, so it was so packed, we got really rudely barged by a family. Really? right into the Tarquin Gin distillery shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and in a vain attempt to catch my balance, I grabbed for things to try and steady myself. One of them was a shopping basket, and I managed to fall into a display, yeah. and two bottles accidentally dropped into the basket. Yeah. One was a blood orange gin. Yeah. Um... And the other one was something called Twin Fin Golden Rum. Um, I felt obliged to buy them, so I did. Very nice. Um, we got told by the fey young 18-year-old behind the counter, Yeah. The blood orange gin tastes very nice with champagne or sparkling wine. Yeah. Where was he from then? She. Where was she from then? Sorry. Somewhere fey. Somewhere fey, okay. Um, so we were forced to buy we use a, a shitload of Prosecco yeah. as well. So, yeah. But she was actually right. Yeah. It did taste really nice and just like actual blood oranges. So, yeah. And it was 45%, so it was mm. decent. Good Lord. And the Twin Fin Run tastes of caramel and vanilla. Right. Um, and is absolutely marvellous with a fiery ginger yeah. beer. Beautiful. I'm so really, we should encourage so we, people to... Um, check out Bottles and Books, shouldn't we? Because they're on Twitter. They are, but at, we are. Exciting news. They are still um, on course for opening on the on this Friday. Yeah. So, next one. This is the final, hopefully, the final one in my house. So, this is in my house eight. Thank fuck for that. Yeah. We'll be, we'll be we'll hopefully be broadcasting next week. Yeah. From the bar, Sydney and Eden. Um, wow. Had a had a had a look round. Yeah. Um, it's it's looking good. I we went past. I I'm just to wind him up. Just say, oh, well, I'm 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 parking my tent out the front now. That's that's it. Yeah. He yeah, said, yeah. Well, why didn't yeah. you come on in? <laughs> so yeah. we we had a nice chat with with Louis. Um, yeah. The bar looks incredible, mm-hmm. and downstairs they will have space for us. So yeah. next week we should be broadcasting from wow. um, Sydney and Eden. Um, I, yeah. If 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 you're going, it's the old Alchemy, or if you're my age, it's yeah. the old Venus Bar. Yeah, sort of place where you you'd have your first drink at three o'clock in the morning yeah. after walking in. It's one of those places, but they've got twenty craft beers on tap. 
um, a selection of whiskies, gins and rums and vodkas yeah. from all over the place. I've got my eye on quite a nice um, Jaffa cake rum that they had in one of the pictures that looks quite nice. I might, yeah. I might have that as a bit of a snifter. Um, but hopefully they're open on Friday and I'll be going along to the opening night. Oh, well, yeah. I'll be Take working. Jane down to a... We'll be drinking. So fuck you. Yeah, there we are. But so. I'm drinking the last of my left-handed giant Black is Beautiful with all the proceeds going to um, charities in Bristol that deal with hate crime. Mm -hmm. So once again, well done, left-handed giant for for doing that. Go yep. and taste their beers. They've got something for everyone. They're on Twitter as well. Go and follow left-handed yeah, giant. Yeah, go and follow left-handed giant. They've also got their tap room, which is reopened down um, on Finsel's Reach. Yeah. Which is a made-up area that used to be the <laughs> Courage Brewery, basically, right. and they've turned all that into fucking flats. Oh, I know, done by the dock, by yeah, the yeah, by harbour side. Yeah. In in Bristol, in the centre, and <laughs> yeah. this is my growing up memory. Yeah. In where, I'm where in Brazil, where it, it's if anybody's been to Bristol, you know it. Mill yeah. Chris, this this proves that Bristol is a much nicer place than that shit little <laughs> yeah. village London you live in. Yeah. Come come down and visit a real city where the streets are paved with gold. Yeah. Tops from Blackthorn bottles. <laughs> yeah. Um but my overriding memory, Bristol is a is a like a, a port town, but it's a tidal port because we're on the river. Yeah. It's a tidal river. Um and little things that I know. We we we've got the River Avon. Going right round and the trim and other river, the Severn, yeah. and they all feed into the Avon and it all goes out to Avon Mouth, strangely enough, and that's the Bristol Channel. Yeah. Next stop, the Atlantic Ocean. But we've got in Bristol, the centre is a floating harbour, and yeah. in the 1800s they did something called the Cut, and that snakes round. Um, behind the Bristol city ground mm -hmm. and follows through a non-tidal lock system yeah. um, going into a floating harbour into Bristol where back in the day right into the city centre that went into and you could unload from ships right in the, right yeah. the, the centre of Bristol. Um, but that sort of changed although we've still got the floating harbour and that's been sort of updated we've got an outdoor venue um lloyd's amphitheater mm -hmm. which is really good for yeah. outdoor gigs in the summer that, that's a really nice space um mostly uh, apart from apart from this podcast yeah that's pretty much where andy and i see each other as yeah, well yeah yeah uh, yeah those gigs basically yeah, pretty um, much yeah but my overriding memory because we've got it rejoins after the Fulton Harbour, it rejoins the Avon and it, it snakes on round and you had where left-handed giant's tap room is, was historically a lot of warehouses and things for breweries, George's Brewery, Courage Brewery, things like big, big actual breweries. Yeah. And my overriding memory when I was young, and it's many years ago, I am aware. I'm, I'm not going to, yeah. But... Yeah. The centre of Bristol, all around like Castle Green and Broadmead, mm. would always smell of hops yeah. and malt. Yeah. 
from from the brewing process. That was the overriding smell yeah. of the centre of Bristol was brewing and things like that. So it, it's we're a apart from the slave trading shit that doesn't give us. Oh a good yeah, name, I mean yeah. But we did we did make amends um, a Some couple business, of months ago. It? So fair yeah. play to people. But um, it. it it's a city unlike any other cities that I know um, from the setup of it. Yeah. We, we are a very multicultural city um, with very strong links to most places around yeah. the world. Um, and I think Bristol benefits from it. But the, that's my overriding yeah. memory of being young is going into town and it all smelling of like hops mm. and malt. And things like that which is which still to this day it, it's a very evocative smell yeah. to me and and it does take me back to my childhood so um i'm blaming that on my unhealthy obsession with drinking okay basically but the main message we're trying to get across in this is that bristol's better than london yeah 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 <laughs> so everyone else can ignore that bit but that was from a crest and and basically yeah. we benefit from having zero cocoa beware as well so many yeah. more reasons to um come yeah. down and visit bristol yeah um obviously to get your ass handed to you when you bring Millwall down to city so yeah we haven't got a regular record against Millwall in recent years so that's um, no 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 but um yeah they 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 buy for the day the smallest pub in bristol to yeah. fit in nine Millwall fans who think they're right <laughs> and then everybody ignores yeah. them and they wonder why they haven't had a fight because they yeah. can't compute that, we just so. do realise you have just mentioned the bar we're going to be broadcasting live from in a few weeks time and yeah. now you're now, now you're, uh, you're calling into a question the, the reputation of the Millwall fans to be honest yeah. I yeah. don't go anywhere not tooled up so they're more than welcome to have a fucking pop <laughs> Yeah. First thing I'll do, I normally instigate these sort of things, so <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, they'll yeah. be going down first. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> well, we've gone on a path I didn't expect us to go down tonight, but there we go. Right then, if, if you are tuned in, this is our takeover 24 episode. <laughs> all about, uh, no, that's the first time wrestling <laughs> has made me laugh. Genuinely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you are listening to Bangman Podcast. Uh, yeah. So this episode, is we, we, we're a bit a bit sour. Why well, a bit a bit sour the last few weeks about watching NXT? Because it's not been that great recently. Like we discussed earlier. So before we go back and do an old one. An old takeover. I mean, it's not that old. It's not that really. old. It's from last year. But, but I, I, it, it, I asked. I just put out a an appeal for somebody. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. And somebody. So it was Chris. Rudely. Uh, yeah. Said something quite high rather than a lower. It was a different number. Chris. We know quite a few Chris's. This is we Chris. Do. My stepdad's Chris. Is he? That's well, our nobby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's another Burnley fan as well. We've got a few Burnley fans that. that um, yeah, there's there, there's a few there's a few yeah. uh, from the impoverished north. It's not an odd mix. Piece of 24, he didn't know what we were asking for the number four. No, 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 you didn't say, did you? Yeah. You kept it very quick. Piece of 24, and yeah, so we're doing Takeover 24 from New York. So, what we normally do with these things is we normally do the top 10 on the day. Last the, year. Uh, to, to be honest, I'm if not you want to do, do the top 10 from last year, I won't know fucking I'm any gonna of I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do the top 10 from, so Johnny Gargano was in the main event. Yep. So I'm going to do the top 10. He was born on the 14th of 
August 1987. 1987. So, so I'm going to do the top 10 from the weekend that Johnny Gargano was born in 1987. That's, yeah. Thanks. I was I was probably gigging at that point. You might have been. I think you're, you're not, you don't feature in the top 10, though. Well, I've never so, featured in the top 10, no, to be no, no, fair. No. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, up from 22 in number 10 is uh, Toy Boy by Sunita. Rubbish. Rubbish. Simon Cowell was he was going out of Sunita, wasn't he? For a he bit? was, he was he was, he was, he was bending her backwards <laughs> oh, over a thing. Because apparently then she was quite limber and he was he was assaulting her. Um up quite from, vigorously. Up from sixteen at number nine is Animal by uh, Death Leopard. Um and I'd like to assault them vigorously <laughs> as well. Down from number two is a very good song. Who's that girl by Madonna at number but eight? The drummer from Death Leopard's only got one yeah. arm. Um <laughs> Down from number four is Always by Atlantic Star. I'm just going to say that shit, yeah. but I'm going to rewind mm. and awesome say Madonna. I have a soft spot for Who's That Girl. Oh, Madonna's great at this time period. 80s Madonna is brilliant. Uh, still at number six. Still. Labour of Love by... Up 40. No. No? Hue and Cry. Hue and Cry. Hue and Cry. Oh, Scottish. Yeah, fucking uh, Scottish. I'm yeah, sure this has cropped up a lot uh, before this song, but down for number three and number five is Alone by Hart. Now, I know somebody who's a big fan of Hart. I think we Hart. probably spoke about this last yeah. time. <laughs> Actually, go back and listen to whatever episode that was. Dunsey, my, yeah. the, the, the guy that I write stuff with for one of my bands, yeah. Super Together, um, he's a big fan of Hart. Yeah. And another friend on Facebook, Bill Gibson, yeah, who is also a big wrestling fan. Yeah. So I'm gonna maybe um, give Bill a shout out to listen to Bang Bang podcast. But he was heart, also was he? he's great guy, um, real shit dad sense of humour, yeah. which I love him for. Yeah. Um, but he was also bass player in a band called the Eastern Dark. So any of you are old sort of Australian um, music <laughs> fans, they're, yeah. They're, yeah. They're a Ramones-style, yeah. pure punk band, pop band, whatever you want to call them. They did brilliantly. Yeah. And he also was part of the Lemonheads for um, Car Button Cloth. Oh, was he? Oh, he, right. he toured, um, yeah. played on the album. Um, Got that album. Yeah, great, great album. Um, if I could and, talk, I'd tell Yeah, that's, that's a great song. <laughs> it's a good song. Great yeah. song. Yeah. Um... There's a disease <laughs> going around the hospital. hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Very current type song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so I'm going to, yeah, they're, they're both heart fans anyway. <laughs> right, so. okay. well, but Bill's also a Kiss fan, so yeah. I, I never mm. really connected with me, Kiss, although I do own Kiss Alive too. Do Because it was kiss. three quid. Um, up from seven, number four is True Faith by New Order. Great song, got awesome. it on 12 inch. Yeah. Up from number eight, uh, number three is Call Me by Spania. Oh yeah. God, that, that, that just... was like a, uh, well, it's, it's what it is, isn't it? It's summer of 87. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it, it, it is a, it is Euro your pop. summer Euro hit, yeah. isn't it? Everybody was dancing to that in Ibiza. Yeah. Last week at number one, but now at number two, Ooh. is La Bamba it's... by uh, Los Lobos. Now, their first <laughs> album, Will the Wolf Survive? Yeah. Was excellent. Was it? Yeah, no, no, it's a really good sort was of Was this on the album? Was that like a... They, 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 like... they were vaguely... Um, back in the day, they were vaguely sort of... There was this Paisley Underground movement with bands like the Long Riders, Green on Red, yeah. Rain Parade, 
things like that. The, the, the bangles yeah. were aligned there. Yeah. But that was that was the hot five minutes of this psychedelic right. country indie alternative sort of yeah. scene that was going on. Um, and Los Lobos were loosely affiliated with this Paisley Underground and their first album, Will the Wolf Survive? Yeah. Um, I actually revisited it not too long ago just so I could, because I heard La Bamba on, on Absolute yeah. Radio. Um, and I just thought they actually were quite good at one point. Yeah. And it's it's a... I think we can safely call it a sort of alternative Americana type, very rootsy, but very, yeah. very worthy. And they they had some, they had some good soulful Americana Tex-Mex sort of songs. Mm. Um, La Bamba was just, and and to be honest, if I got offered the chance to to, if there was any. If I got told because Sonia yeah. was ginger to remake a Sonia song to yeah. cash in on my gingerness, yeah. I'd probably have done it yeah. as well. So yeah. they they had a number one hit all over the world with La Bamba. Maybe, Maybe when they make the yeah, film of, a, yeah. yeah, make the film of Sonia's life, you might get the. Uh, I might get the. You might get the nod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's I'm not like, dead though, is she? Yeah. No, um, and I got bigger jugs than her as well. There we go. Um, and up at n- number one for number five is "I Just Can't Stop Loving You" by Michael Jackson, with. Loads of schoolboys on the, the end of his penis. See the garret. So yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's bollocks. Um, Pedophile. It's a good song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Come on. In. So yeah. So take over. So that's only. For, this is the most current thing we've ever covered by about twenty years. <sighs> no, it's not because we've done Clash of the Champions from nineteen ninety. Oh, we just like, yeah. Give me fucking literal. Yeah. Yeah. No, but we just like just uh, but. Oh, you're not on about the top tens now. Uh, oh no, I'm talking about this paper. Uh, this is the nearest thing I can. I can. I can. I can get some snarky comments about tiny wrestlers in as well. It's <laughs> pretty good. I'm happy with that. Right. Okay. We may have different opinions on this then. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. Um, no, I think we're 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 going to be that we're going to have a lot of common ground. All right. I'm just a cunt. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we don't differ on that opinion. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we, we certainly do. <laughs> right. to, be, to be fair, there's a lot of evidence to back it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're not going to get any emails in just being that. Let's <laughs> 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 the argument once and for all. We know I'm a cunt. It's yeah, yeah. not a fucking. What are all the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah, so it was in it was in New York, and it was just what, before what? Takeover New York. It was, it was in yeah, New York. Yeah. Fuck's and it, sake. And it was just before. I thought it was in Arkansas. It was just before WrestleMania that year. Like yes, it before. was. Hence, on the network, loads of fucking WrestleMania adverts. Yeah, for Batista and Triple H. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Oh, and stuff you kind of. That was just shit. Tried to it? forget. Like Shane McMahon versus The Miz and. Oh, WrestleMania. That. See, oh. you've now sullied my Sorry. memory of, of, of a nice. I completely year. blanked on my memory of yeah, Batista. Yeah. Killing Ric Flair backstage and dragging him through that. Dragging like, a seventy-year-old yeah. man. Like, fair play to Ric Flair for for. And he felt it when he tried to get that was ring. after he he'd had his fucking heart problem. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. But Flair, silly, yeah, old fuck. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. Oh, I, like, I can't slander Ric Flair. He'll probably block me as well, like oh, Jim Cornette. Oh well, yeah, yeah. We might get to that. <laughs> later on. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, Brooklyn, it was in the same building that the Hall of Fame was. I think the Hall of Fame was the night after. This was the... 
But that was that, that was that disappointing you. Well, this is when Bret Hart they, got that they did the the ring. They did it in the arena, didn't they? Yeah, they did, did it, it in the arena ring. in like a, a sort of mm. three sided ring, and I don't think that worked. Well, this was the year that Bret Hart got attacked, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Someone brushed the ring, and then yeah, yeah. And and to be honest, and mate, you from the revival give the bloke a. They were turning over, kind of ushering the guy out. I can't remember which one of the revival it was, but he smacked him in the head like as they were as they were ushering the guy out. He got a sneaky uh, right hander in on the bloke who did it. To be honest, yeah. People who do that deserve every. Well, that was always the policy, thing. wasn't it? Yeah, that was so. You deal with it. They as get the possible. Big shot. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you you make sure this is not a problem. Yeah. And if you're if you're coming into if you're coming into their world yeah you you should expect to get a fucking comprehensive tanking yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah or if not you get backstage and they give you a even bigger tanking you a bigger tank well, to be honest if anybody comes into my work illegally yeah i i kill them yeah 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 they start attacking you yeah yeah well yeah. no they don't even need to start attacking me yeah i it was an amazon delivery driver that, that yeah that death was was, was, was not what I planned. But no, there we go. I didn't know they were an Amazon delivery. Was it for you, so. the, the package? Hey. or No. No, oh, okay. No, it was in fact, it was for somebody else. Right, so the card. We'll go for the card, shall we? So, War Raiders against Alistair Black and Ricochet. War Machine versus. Um, well, what did they call? They were called. Alistair Black. They were originally War Machine when they were in. They were War Raiders, weren't they? And they this? were War Raiders yeah, when we'll they get were. To like, that, yeah, fucking. But that. That to me said, "Oh, they're like space raiders." So they, they, they were, they were Burton's fish and chips. Mm. Then they became space raiders. Yeah. Still within the Tempe Chris world. Yeah. And then they got moved to the Viking experience. Yeah. Um, and. That's the end. Rowan Hansen just <laughs> yeah. got caught. Well, the big, uh, big fella got injured last night on Raw. Quite nasty. Agnetha or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the video, but. I did read some cunt on Twitter's yeah. comment that because um, somebody made a comparison with Matt Hardy's situation from mm. yeah from all out yeah where he landed on his head and then mm. finished the match and he said well there's somebody who, who legitimately couldn't carry on and, yeah. and nobody's everybody's sticking up for Matt and nobody's saying anything and then somebody put well he finished the match we look, couldn't fucking carry on I think no, he was literally as he landed on the floor he was like doing the X sign to say like yeah, I've done I'm some like seriously yeah, fucking wrong I yeah. think that was yeah. the fucking right thing and I yeah, don't yeah, think yeah. there should be any distinction no there isn't though. Let me ask between the two yeah. Matt Hardy probably should have not done them carried on no but you have to you have to lay some of the blame on Matt Hardy's door. Yeah. Because if he genuinely couldn't carry on. Yeah. But if he's he if he's concussed, is but he the, I guess. Yeah. It should it should Matt be his Hardy decision. is more of that old school. Yeah. Stupidity that says yeah. you've got to get the match finished. I don't. I don't always no, agree with that. It shouldn't be his decision. I'm a, I'm a fucking nurse. Yeah. I I am going to side with with. Getting that person the right yeah. care yeah. right away every fucking time, so um, comparisons shouldn't be made. No, Matt shouldn't have finished the match. No, um, for his own health's sake. 
Yeah. And I think he was let down slightly, not by AEW. I don't believe you can't tar, but the decision that was made at that time. Yeah. That's not an AEW corporate decision. Well, no, if there's somebody so you who's... are wrong to blame yeah. AEW for okay. that. It was the snap decision made at that time was the wrong one. Nothing okay. more. Okay. And the snap decision made on NXT yeah. was the right decision. Wrong. On rule, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I but don't that, watch I mean, it, so I don't know what. Yeah, we're no, no, no. Like. I, I just literally just saw it like earlier like today. But yeah, it's different. It, different circumstances. Like it it's different circumstances. Yeah, and they were both snap decisions made on the thing, and that's mm-hmm. the only thing wrong with them. You're wrong to blame AEW. Yeah, and you're, you're, well. But anyone, anyone no, with a fucking there's nothing to blame with, no. with WWF, and if you are making a fight, you're you're a fucking idiot. Anyone with a fucking right. Brain with the medical comparison because it's two completely yeah, but, different but, but they are. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Because Twitter is full of cunts. But you should just so you should let it wash over you, ignore yeah. these fucking idiots because it's no, not. No, 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 I hate all these idiots. Yeah, I know you do. And yeah. I will fucking hunt them down. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know, yeah. Every last motherfucker. The only people that are safe on Twitter yeah. are the foolhardy 31. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That follow me. Yeah. Right. Uh, match two. That was we done fucking ten minutes on that. We that just we, I was just reading the match. Eh? <laughs> oh, we get out of this early today. We've done about no, forty five no, no. minutes. We're gonna be here at the six. We've not even in the fucking morning. started the card yet. <laughs> oh, so next, <laughs> next next match is nice easy one. Uh, Velveteen Dream and Matt Riddle. Um, Peter Fowler versus Sexual Lester. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then uh, Pete Dunne versus Walter. Fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say it. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Then the the women's four way match: Shayna versus Yo versus Bianca versus Kyrie Sane. A well together, well put we'll together to it in a minute. spot monkey match. But, I mean, for what it was. No, and I'm, then, not, no it, I'm not. I'm not. Dick, no, I'm no, not no, 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 no. At all. no we'll get, well, we're going to talk about each thing, aren't we? Individually. Are we? Yeah, yeah. No, oh, I'm just going to read this out. This is the end now. I'm going to say this last match. We're, we're, we're just yeah. passing yeah. comment and fucking off. No, home early. no. Every time I fucking do this, <laughs> you do this. As I read the matches well, out. Why, why are you even? Why are you even surprised then? I'm running down the car. Why are you even fucking surprised? You're fucking ass. Right, and then the main event. I'm not going to say what it is. Best two out of three fours, yeah. Johnny Gargles. Yeah, Johnny Gargles. And, and, and Abnormous Cole. Yeah. Yeah. So, right, so the first match then. Oh, so the commentator, commentator Maro and Percy Watson and Nigel McGuinness. Maro, future endeavoured Ronaldo. Uh, well, no. Well, I think again, that's what, sad because I really liked him. I think he he's probably, got issues. Yeah, he didn't want to uh, sit And for whatever. I, I think he's been treated wrong pretty much the whole way through just from from shit like that wanker jbl giving him shit yeah but jbl's always been a wanker in yeah 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 what jbl sparked out by joey styles jbl oh yeah yeah, yeah. prick we're gonna do jbl episode you you, poop, you poo-pooed it didn't you yeah yeah, yeah yeah fucking i i would never do him he's not a legend of the ring if he's sparked out by fucking yeah. joey styles yeah basically my nan could take him out and she's dead right First match then, so War Machine or War Raiders as they were called. Yeah. Versus Alistair Black and Ricochet. Tommy End and Ricochet. Yeah. What do you want Tommy to do his real name is? It's not Tommy End. Um it it's a very Dutch name. It is It's not, it's Tom um, Budgeon. It it's um who owns Budgeon's supermarket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's Ricochet's real name? Um strangely enough, it is Dutch. It is it is 
Horst van der Chocomel. No, it's Trevor, Trevor Mann. <laughs> Trevor Mann? Yeah! I can't like that as a wrestler name. From, is he actually from Paducah, Kentucky? <laughs> I don't know. And then, uh, War Raiders. Uh, well, it's Rowan Hansen. Well, Row is so, Ray Rowe. Ray Rowe. But what's. Because Sweet Hansen is an old 1940s Todd Smith wrestler. Yeah. He had a, he had what's, a, what's, a, what's his real name? Todd Smith is his real name. Todd Smith. Todd. Yeah, Todd oh, Smith. Oh, bless. Yeah. That's the, if yeah. you were looking at archetypal American names, Todd it's Smith a good one, is isn't it? Yeah. Pretty, pretty high up, but not a brilliant wrestler's name. No. So the first thing that, again, having not seen that, I, I watched this like, when it first took place. Do you want a porch No, fine, thanks. All right, I'll have me porch Um we will be banged on about every week, but Fucking the lack of... There's a nipple on the end of that one. I'm putting that one back. The lack of crowd is probably... If you, if you had this event without the crowd, it wouldn't be half the fucking event it was. That's my whole fucking yeah, I know, point. yeah, yeah. Don't well, start me off. And you just say, don't run, and then you fucking trigger me. I just did say that we say this every week. But this, I think, watching these takeovers, is even more evident that, again, like this match, the crowd are fucking insane for everybody. Yeah, yeah. No, Every it's, single it's person in it. It's 25,000 people in there. And all there for WrestleMania weekend. Fucking, yeah, in there for WrestleMania weekend. And they're fucking up for NXT big time. Yeah. At this point, NXT was fucking rogering yeah. the holy fuck out of Raw and Smackdown yeah. every week for quality if you like wrestling you weren't watching those fuck no. pigs you were watching fucking NXT and if you're into your indie kind of stuff then you've got this match you've In, got indie wrestling wrestled by men yeah 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 yeah. yeah. and that that's from the size perspective yeah oh, especially this match yeah and fucking and to be honest yeah NXT is the, I don't care what you fucking say, people, your fucking ill-conceived ideas that yeah. the knockout division is better than fucking anything the women do on NXT, no, on WWE. <coughs> WWE, whether you like it or not, is the pinnacle of women's wrestling at this point in time. You can fucking make your weak arguments for other things, but even I'm this... sure there's standout things, but don't. Don't even go there, because you look at the 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 quality matches week in week out with yeah. some of them. With even now when there's no cunt there, some of the quality matches that the women are providing in WWE there's people is, is of a stunning quality. I will say at the moment the the if we're, if we're, if we're talking about NXT. And there are good women's wrestlers in NXT, very yeah, good. Yeah. But the the matches and the storyline and the it's not particularly great. But nothing's particularly. Great no, 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 no. That's what I'm like saying. Like for yeah, storylines yeah. and things yeah. like that, because you've got these assholes from Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but, it's, but yeah, but so this match, yeah, obviously the crowd are massively into massively into and it does all. make you think like they come out like the the. Um, there, this is awesomeing in it, which is which is a a, yeah. a, a a bugbear of mine anyway, because you can Titus O'Neil tripping and falling under the ring with yeah, 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 to yeah, some yeah. people. So yeah. then there with this is awesome in that as well. So 
but like, just mm. the, the way again what they'd always do in these these takeovers as well they do they'd be big on the entrances wouldn't they yeah they do like they'd make a big proper. thing the entrances proper so proper, like, the war raiders come out and they've got their big the big I the love Viking that entrance people and they, yeah, I yeah, love that with the horns and the and drums and then they're and they're fucking intimidating anyway if you yeah. just saw them in the street dressed in normal clothes they're intimidating but if you but you'd like You'd be worried that all this Viking shit and all that would be a bit hokey. It wasn't hokey at all, was it? It looks scary honest, fucking bastards. To be honest, fucking Ray Rowe lives that life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a proper... And Sarah, Sarah Logan. Who's who's retired from wrestling. Well, fair play. I mean... Um, no, because she got let go because... Uh, let, let's, not, let's not pull any bones about it. She had a little bit of a push and then they found she was pregnant... Becky Lynch gets. I didn't know she was pregnant. Was she? Oh, she was pregnant. She, yeah. Sarah Logan gets let go. Yeah, yeah. Um, but well, she, she's probably better off out of it, mate. To be honest. honest, yeah, she probably is better off out of it. Yeah. Um, I don't agree with their lifestyle because there's a lot of fucking hunting and shooting and, yeah. and living up. But that's that's what they choose to do. Yeah. They're hundred percent into it. They're not bothering anybody. Apart from the animal. Remember <laughs> fucking animals they kill him, but, but, but yeah, there's but, that in there. Yeah. But to yeah. be honest. Most vegetarians and vegans' arguments, if you are going to eat meat, is, well, would you kill it yourself? Yeah. They do, and then they eat it. Yeah. So I haven't got a problem with that. I suppose, no, no, no. Because no, they're, not, yeah. they're, not, they're not killing it for sport. No. There's that trophy hunting, which I fucking abhor. Yeah. They're actually killing the animals and eating it which is no different really yeah. from me going to Tesco and buying a pack of fucking chicken breasts or some beef the only thing is I haven't killed anybody to get it no. I fucking would if I could yeah just yeah. to satisfy my lust for blood. murder <laughs> yeah. Blood. yeah but yeah but we digress yeah. but we digress yeah. yet again um, um Fair play and and all the best with the all best pregnancy. The family. Yeah, and all the um, best for uh, Hanson for his fucking yeah, yeah, spider yeah, where yeah. he did last night. He, but yeah. So what are gonna do with them? Well, I'm not sure what gonna do with them now. They'll, they'll do what they do with any t big tag teams where they haven't got separate identities and they haven't thrown together. No, they just bench him for a bit. And if yeah, he doesn't, thing. if he doesn't, if he doesn't recover too quickly, then they'll let him go. They'll be future endeavoured. That's just the way they deal with shit like that. It's yeah. bullshit. Um, but they turn fucking War Machine into a fucking joke anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and then you watch again. But so they come out. They're, they're coming out of that set for a bit, aren't they? Um, neither of them are idiots. They're they're going to have, have um, they're, yeah. they're going to have invested their money wisely. Well, yeah, as and most imagine people do these when days. When their contracts up, if they've been reasonably paid up, fuck off and yeah. go back to do what they're doing before. Well, I mean, we don't know to give it two or three years. Where we don't, where we, I don't know where we're gonna be in regards to wrestling and stuff being around, but we'll see. But then again, we'll, we'll, you be, see. On, we'll be on episode sixty odd, and we'll be go, we'll be there just going, what the fuck do we do now? We've, <laughs> we've we've done everybody from back in the day. We've done loads of fucking pay per views. Yeah. We're, we're I don't think we're gonna run out of pay per views. Are we? We'll desperate. be dead. By the time we've done every pay per view, we'll be we'll be long gone in the fucking dirt, mate. There's there's far too many. So, but yeah, that, so then Ricochet comes out, and again, Bucky and Ricochet presented as a big deal. Rick O'Shea. Trevor, Trevor Mann. Trev. But, but I, I like 
both of them, him and Alistair Black. Tom. Yeah, Tom Budgeon, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I like Trevor and Tom, that top tag team. I like yeah. both of their entrances. Yeah. And I like both of their themes. Mm. I think it's slightly sort of superhero epic. Yeah. The 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 um do 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 yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's him though, isn't it? That's but how you present him. Is that's that's great. Yeah. And I like the darkness of yeah, Alistair Black. Alistair Black coming up. That's yeah. But Alistair Black's a, a proper death metal fan. Yeah. Well. Yeah, he, he likes he, the he, darker side of yeah he, life and he stuff. He likes he likes that. Shayna Baszler. And he's married to um, Zelina Vega, isn't he? Yeah, Zelina Vega. Which is quite an odd... Weird. Yeah, I know. It's an odd combination, isn't it? Do you know who he was seeing before he split up with her before to go out with Zelina Vega? Um, no. Isla Dawn. Was he? From NXT UK. Yeah. The Scottish ginger lispy. Yeah. It's a bit of a... And, and she's a... now going out with one of um, Pretty Deadly. Lewis Howley. <laughs> fucking know who you're talking about. No idea who you're talking about. Read fucking Twitter. Lewis Howley? Yeah. Oh, look him up now. Pretty deadly. No, I, w w w uh, again, I don't know any, we'll, we'll get, when we get to some of the later stuff, I don't know any, really, no indie program, nothing, I've got no idea about it. It worries me. Yeah. That I don't watch wrestling, yeah. Yet I know more about name? current wrestling than you, Lewis. Louis. Lewis Howley. Howley. <laughs> I got a bloke from. <laughs> no, he's about sixty, lovely. I don't know. Sorry, if, if you're, um, he's not likely to be listening, is he, Lewis Howley? No, of course he isn't. No. Um... I wonder if any wrestler has ever heard this. Probably not. No, no. They might have done. I'm sure someone has, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone who must have got curious at some point. Before I listened to those. Jim Cornette, probably. Oh, he might have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This um, motherfucker rants like me, but yeah. calls me a cunt. <laughs> but this match, I mean, oh, what I enjoyed, uh, not long after, well, the way it starts off is, so Alistair Black and, um, they were quite respectful to each other, Alistair Black yeah, and, and they were Rowan. again as well. Uh, but you're assuming the crowd shout, kick his fucking head off. <laughs> this is quite good but that's how they sort of played it but as the match I, developed I think the prevailing because I, I don't I don't know what was said on social media at the time because yeah. because but I get the feeling that they already knew yeah the call up for oh well they, they'd started hadn't they they'd already started yeah, they, being yeah. on so it was their chance for a last around so yeah. I think the end was telegraphed yeah in that respect, that Ricochet and Black were never going to win. Yeah. Because they were already being moved up. So I think Yeah. The stage was set for like a showcase match. But if you remember, before And it was a fucking great match. Oh, it's an incredible match. Before about about a month before this, or two months before this, Triple H come and did this big thing on Raw saying, oh, we're... Opportunity and all that sort of Yeah, yeah, we're going to bring in... Yeah, 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 and, well, um, with DIY, and EC3. Yeah. yeah, EC3, yeah. But doing this whole thing about, oh, we're going to listen to the fans and we're going to bring all these new people up to to Raw. And it was, yeah, it was Gargano and Ciampa, Alistair Black and Ricochet, and I think it was uh, EC3. Um, obviously, Gargano, uh, Ciampa got injured. But then they'd already, I think because they were, 
in the match at WrestleMania. They both had one. Um, they both had one match on Raw, weren't they each? Yeah, and but in WrestleMania they're in like a multi-man match for yeah, the yeah, for the right. SmackDown tag titles or something like that. Um, but yeah, but this match again, when you watch Raw, Ricochet is portrayed as being like a a smaller. That's the thing they'll always talk about. Oh, he's smaller and he's kind of. And then in this match, he picks. He catches. He does a sack of shit drop yeah. off fucking handsome. <laughs> yeah, biggest yeah. bloke in the thing. Yeah. So that that was impressive. Mm. Some again, some of them, some of the like near falls and the. But they were all on form that night. But that's what the crowd. So the crowd and the crowd fed off it. Some. But then they feed off the crowd as well. It's like one big move. Yeah, yeah. Crowd get going. Another big move. Crowd get going. Another big move. Crowd. And then somebody does something which just takes everybody out, and it's, they just build on that. There was a lot of actual spots. Yeah. Um, high spots but there was a lot of actual transition stuff and there was yeah. a lot of actual psychology that went into yeah. building the match and people fed off that accordingly yeah. that, that was that was a perfect example of modern tag team wrestling as far as I'm concerned and this wasn't a match which had a big build around it no no it was because they, I think they, minute, they won it? the Dusty Rhodes Classic and then they were the, the NXT Tag Team Champions so it wasn't like a long feud going into it it was like it was Four faces, we, but there was always that element of respect. They won yeah. the that dusty tag team thing. Yeah, War Raiders came out and they stood in the road with the belts. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and they were it was respectful. Yeah, and there was that there was that good there was and that doesn't happen that often. They always try some convoluted yeah, yeah, mum yeah. spat in my daughter's ear or whatever yeah. bollocks, just convoluted nonsense. And there was none of that with there. It was it was presented as an athletic contest, and it looked realistic as well. There was some stiff shit going That's in the there. Yeah. Both all four of them yeah. can take their stiffness. But for all the like you say, there were there were a lot of spots, but the it, transitions it, were smooth. Yeah, this sort the of psychology realistic. was sound. Um, you haven't got one of your mates fucking bugbears about. Four people standing there waiting for someone to fucking jump on them, or no? It's also one of my fucking. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. It was fluid transition, yeah, 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 good. Yeah. It all made sense. Yeah. The psychology was sound. It was stiff. Yeah. It made sense. Yeah. And because of the expectation with the crowd, yeah, they were there to pay respects to people that were moving up and on. Yeah. And pay respects to a dominant tag team champions. Yeah. It, it it was it was it was a beautiful thing, baby. Well, what I don't get is I can see why they you, if you look at the traditional WWE WWF style tag team. It wasn't really a typical WWF tag team match. Though, oh, was it wasn't at all. No, no, no. But if you look at the the like, if you'd have said if you'd have had if War Machine would have been better off twenty years ago in WWE. Imagine if they were around in like the early nineties. War Machine. Oh, so you could imagine feuds with the Heart Foundation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Again, and again, like, again, people like the fucking Legion of Doom, um, Steiners. You can imagine, you can imagine on primetime wrestling or Saturday night's main events, yeah. um, Roe or Hanson going up against the world champion of, of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Tugboat. Tugboat, yeah. Repo Man mm -hmm. or Max Moon. Mm -hmm. 
but but that's the thing. But now that but you would have thought just for the size of them. I mean, I could see if back in then, back in those days, if you'd have put Ricochet and Alistair Black in, they, they wouldn't know what to do with them, would they? No. But there, there is a clear lineage going yeah. back. But where, then they were any of them. Rowan Hansen <laughs> yeah. would, would have fitted in. Yeah. Almost any time. They are a WWE tag team. Yeah. But unfortunately, all the way through history, there is no point no. which you could have not dropped in yeah. War Raiders. Yeah. And they would not have made sense. Apart from now. They've only not they only not That's made sense because WWE. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. fans have got hold of them. Yeah. They made sense all the way through NXT. Yeah. And at the start of their WWE run. Squashing people every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then clowns got hold of them. Um Yeah, we need to make them they funny. These, these cunts need to fucking die. We need to make them like three dimensional and they need to have personalities aside from being fucking animals who can. There's a bloke who's like 300 pounds who can do fucking moonsaults and. The power guy is the smaller guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're, they're, yeah. But, you, but could, you could. Can you they could, do. You yeah. could parachute yeah. them in at any yeah. point in WWF. But can they, do, can they do comedy segments backstage with the Street Profits? <laughs> I think. I think why would you want them? Why would you? Why? Why? Like. What I would like to see happen yeah. in those backstage segments yeah. is is Dawkins yeah. have his neck snapped in <laughs> half and yeah. him being left a jellified corpse. But what I'll say is, they are street profits. Are fucking idiots. I like them as a team. I don't. I hate them. Well, you might hate them, yeah. But I do they... hate them. You, I know might about. Well, that's it. fine. That's fine. I hate them. That's fine. I don't sippy cup shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's straight. That's rubbish. That is. But they are. I think they're. they're both good wrestlers, and they're. Good. I think they're good as a team. But all the other stuff. Yeah, but those guys, they can. Yeah, give them that. They can be the the comedy. They can be. It, it, well, the comedy isn't for. It's not funny. I don't find it amusing at all. No. It's shite. But I don't think that's for. But, but our our idea of comedy is. Yeah. Is. My idea of comedy is yeah. somebody in a in a, in a in in a mobility scooter yeah. crashing into a lamppost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Different but, to yours. You yeah. like jokes. And yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah, but I like tragedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, but this, I don't think they aren't the street profits aren't a team focused on blokes in their fifties, are they? I don't think they're more for. No, I think I think they're. But you've both, got to have that. That's I, fine. I think they're both thirty-year-old somethings who've both got wives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they don't they're they're not looking to be sexual predators for the likes of me. Oh, no, no, no. But they're yeah. But they are. I think you can have them doing their thing. That's fine. But then you don't need to. Again, they should be. They could be feuding with the, the the Viking Raiders, and they might beat them, and the Viking Raiders might fucking annihilate them. But you don't need to make because again, how many tag teams can you name in in the main stream of WWF? I can name both of them. Like the Street Profits and the New Day. Yeah. That's it, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and the same, they're the same fucking team. Which is terrible, wouldn't it? Because but it is the same. It is, but it is it's, again, I don't I'll go on a fucking rant now. It's racist, basically. It is racist. Well they play They are the same shit. characters. They, they play to shit fucking stereotypes the whole time. Um But they're all I, I said they're all they all are good wrestlers, and I'm sure they might enjoy doing something else rather than be 
fucking lovable, jokey comic relief. Yeah, back in back, going back to the nineteen thirties and fucking shit, mammy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the it's the same it's the same lineage coming up from that to being getting them used as fucking comic characters. Yeah. Um. I am semi hopeful. Yeah. That because Roman Reigns has finally embraced the dark side. Yeah. That they might give Biggie a yeah. proper push. Um. Kofi's had his. Yeah. Did well with it. Cemented in in upper mid card and main events for the rest of his career and he fucking deserves it. Yeah, yeah. Consequences Creed Yeah. has different agenda. Oh, yeah, but he's he, he, he's, he's, he can do anything, can't he, basically? Yeah, he's... He's, he's not a bloke. He's, he's a talented away. wrestler, yeah. but he wants to stay yeah. with the game stuff and that up, up, down, down. We'll probably see him through for a good, yeah. good number of years. Yeah. Um, so he he's got different he's got different goals and different things, which is brilliant because yeah. that just that just proves how multifaceted he is. Yeah. Um, Big E is the biggest power wrestler outside of Roman Reigns in the WWE, and it would be nice if they took him seriously. Yeah. And they did at the start with Big E Langston. Yeah. But they need to actually transfer that side of him yeah and take that seriously as a main eventer because he's got fucking tons of potential that's the thing but when he was when he was Big E Langston when he was like he showed up as like a a, a heel he was like fucking Dolph Ziggler's bodyguard wasn't he yeah, with yeah. his arms crossed being like and he was a pretty one dimensional character and then obviously they've you know they've done Indeed. the thing with, uh, with the New Day and then but then they're kind of again are you You'd like to yeah, think that, yeah, you did fight, yeah, yeah, but I don't. I, it is, it, it's insane, really. Like, like the thing at the minute with the, the uh, who is it, Lashley and MVP and Shot and Benjamin, Herb. and then True? yeah, what, Hurt Business, and Herb then business, yeah. Cedric Alexander joined last night. Like, I don't get why, if there's a group. <clears throat> They're actively looking to recruit other black wrestlers. Like, I can see, but they've obviously got, they've just got this fucking mindset. It's like completely, you know, if, well, if it's going to be a stable, they all need to be in Vince's mind or wherever the writer's mind are. They need to be the same. Why have the Hurt Business? The Hurt Business? The Hurt Business. All right. But why, again, this MVP, it's um, Lashley. And they're looking to recruit. They're feuding with Cedric Alexander, Ricochet, and Apollo Cruz. Basically, it's all the black wrestlers on Raw in a in a in a feud. Like it's just it just it, it it just boggles my mind really that they're like, well, who can they feud with? Well, they need to feud with the other black people on the on the card. Who's going to join the group? Well, be one of the other black people. Like yeah, it's like wrestling apartheid. Yeah, basically. Yeah, but it's it's nuts, really. Yeah, it? it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. 
they should just, they should just be taken on their merits and pushed for being a good wrestler or a good character within yeah. wrestling rather than but they are and wrestling is not the most progressive no 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 business for no. any of that they take there there's ample ample fucking historical stuff yeah. that, that they're not good at dealing with anything other than stereotypes yeah because if you, think you look at you look at the you look at the treatment of japanese wrestlers for instance well we'll get to that in a bit on this card but yeah they've generally been booked horrendous but that's not just a wwf thing is it there's again there's yes yeah, everybody there's very yeah right but this match was a great match i mean i mean the greatest Japanese wrestler was reduced to just a salt throwing bad guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm obviously talking about Kenzo Suzuki. I was talking about Suzuki there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Kenzo Suzuki, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, this yeah, brilliant match. Yeah, it made sense. The end was there was a lot of good. Is this it finishes yeah. and some genuine pops when they kicked out? Yeah, because any of those could have been. I think yeah, this is probably the match on the card which I you kind of knew what this result was going to be because you did, but within that yeah, it was tense still. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. you yeah. you were almost you were almost hoping against hope yeah. that they won. Yeah, almost. Um, and there were some great spots. There was a lot of respect at the end. Yeah. War Raiders did the right thing and just left yeah. and let let them get the yeah. you deserve it stuff yeah. and and good. yeah that was brilliant a nice show of respect at the end of the match when they both yeah backslap tucked and and they left it it was a good stiff match and it left it left you with a good feeling and it set up the rest of the night which yeah. pretty much maintained that intensity yeah. yeah. And kept up the standard of the matches yeah. the whole way through. It, it, I'm not spoiling anything by saying it was a very consistently high standard pay per view. Mm. Yeah. On many levels. Well, the next match. Back in the back in the day when they actually gave a fuck about next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And making it different to the main roster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the next match. Well, I mean. I don't really what we're gonna what we're gonna say about the next match. It was it was tugboat yeah. versus <laughs> yeah 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 versus Aldo Montoya yeah and um, it was uh, it was all right but the, the the finish was was dubious. Tell tell the people what the next match was, Andrew. Well, it was Velveteen in Dream versus Matt Riddle. Our friend Elle, she was like, "Why well, you've." Picked a pay per view with the least problematic match on it possible. Like this match is, you know, in the current climate, is pretty. It's the most problematic. Most, match. yeah. I think she was because being sarcastic. You've got yeah. a paedophile, yeah. yeah, versus a sexual predator, yeah, and so uh, adulterer, yeah. As much as I like Matt Riddle, yeah, and there ain't no smoke without fire, baby. No, 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 no. So we're not gonna. I don't think we should really cover it really. So I mean, we can talk about. We haven't already got. I'd rather spend our time talking about the next match rather than discussing the issues around. Because we've we've spoken about the speaking out movement, that kind of thing, and 
about these issues in wrestling. I think people know our opinions. We're kind of fully behind or we fully support people that have experienced these issues and that have, you know, they've spoken out about what they, the treatment they've received and what's gone on with certain wrestlers. I, and... I made the point about trial by Twitter. Yeah, there is that as well, yeah. yeah. Um, this is not sticking up for him because, again, as I said 20 seconds ago, ain't no smoke without fire. No. But I think it highlights the point that there has been no actual physical trial no taking it forward and things like that doesn't mean that I don't think he did them because I actually yeah reading everything I I, I managed to find not on Twitter mm. because I have taken the evidence-based approach that I use as a nurse yeah to actually dig and find out a little bit more yeah there seems enough for me yeah to if not charge and convict someone, I think there's enough actual evidence out there to say, actually, I don't think I want anything to do with somebody who yeah. occupies that morally dubious ground yeah. with minors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, whether they're taking it forward or not, I'm making a judgment call. I think there's enough there for me to not want to see anything no. or not want it back. Um, and actively, I would dissuade the WWE from using him. Yeah. Because I'm not sure of the rigour of their test. I know he certainly hasn't been charged with anything. No. But there's enough in this current climate for me to say, actually, yeah. fuck off. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the thing, you don't have to. They've got so many fucking wrestlers. You don't, yeah, have you, don't to, um, you don't need to put anybody controversial in there unless your company's chock full of fucking idiots writing the script yeah. who thinks that people that cut that take Eric Eric Bischoff's stance of controversy yeah. is cash. Yeah. Which they obviously do. What do which you do, is yeah. bullshit. Because that fucking that cunt should be gone. Yeah. And out of there. Because yeah. there's a cloud hanging over his head yeah. about sexual offences yeah. for children. And that's not going to go away. No, no that isn't going to go away. Yeah. And yeah. people aren't going to forget that. No. So he should just be quietly dropped. But again, would they have brought him back if there was crowds? No, I don't think they would. I think he'd have been shit on from a great height. Yeah. As a slight aside, to mm. take our, our focus away from an obvious paedophile, mm. what do you think about Thunderdome? What do I think about it? I mean, it's, I mean, what is it? It's a load of, I mean, I know we've got people who, who listen to us, who are, have actually been in the front of them. I think if, if you want to be in there, then fair enough. I think it looks better. It's better than having the fucking NXT people on the outside shouting out stuff during this promos. This is awesome. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking not. That's me. the worst thing in the world, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is which one of the things, I think NXT still suffers from that, because they're not in the front of them. They're still in the... Performance sense. They've still got like random blokes shirts and stuff out during matches. So that is, it's better than that, yeah. I mean, it's probably as good as you're going to get in re in regards to having people there. But what is it? It's a lot of people sat watching the fucking TV. It's like having a hundred YouTubers kind of just sat watching, like, I mean... It is. It's a bit, it's a bit lame. I don't know. I'm happy for the people who are, are happy to be on there. 
because that's why they want to engage like that yeah. and they're into it and I wouldn't stop anybody from being into it. And it looks better. I think Yeah, I think I think it does give a little bit more I think I think it's uh, I think on the whole it's not a negative thing. No. I think there's more positives to the presentation than there are negatives. Yeah. But it's just it just highlights how dependent they are on an actual audience to me. Yeah. Even though it looks better, it's I don't like wrestling at the moment at the best of times. No. But having no audience in there Yeah. Highlights the fact how poor wrestling is at the moment. Yeah. Again I think you know, a lot and, of and it... how and how fucking great we are as fans. Yeah. To yeah. elevate something that is mediocre at the moment into in, in into a greater art form and wrestling is poorer for the lack of us. Yeah. Not I mean not us, but like No, literally us. Us, yeah. Well I wasn't there anyway, so No, no, you're never all there though, mate. No. Right, next um, match. Anyway, um Pedophile beat sexual predator. Yeah. And i mean Decent match. If it's if if this wouldn't have happened, it would have been because as I again it probably doesn't help. As a character, it was quite a sort of sexually amb- ambiguous character, wasn't it? It would have been interesting to see how that character developed. It probably but doesn't help. Honest, because of his character... Yeah, it fucking worse. The, the, the yeah. fact that there are allegations about him being a paedophile, everybody's yeah, going to yeah. turn around and go, yeah, that sort of fits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can I can yeah I can believe that yeah so yeah, they haven't right. done him yeah. any favors no, if he is it would have been interesting to see where that because I think they probably are pretty big he was getting a major push wasn't he anybody who gets the Hulk Hogan gimmick basically yeah 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 was getting pushed and he was allowed to as take a the black Hogan of, yeah 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 so yeah That's we'll never know they thought but now with we'll Bum's kids he's no. he's fucked <sighs> right next match. A real match. A real fucking world match. No sexual predators or pedophiles. No, no. So Walter and Pete Dunn. Fucking absolute (laughs) stunner of a match. It's scarily, like, obviously Pete Dunn had been champion. 456. Well, he's on the map, 600 and some Yeah, whatever, yeah. He's a fucking. And I'd never seen. I saw, because Walter, I think he had a match with Tyler Bate, didn't he? Before this. He did. But that was the first time I'd ever seen Walter wrestle. Is it? You obviously you've seen him in. Uh, I've seen him in, in progress and yeah, progress. Yeah, yeah. I've seen him WXW. Yeah. Um, well, I never seen I, I, I've never seen Timmy Thatcher wrestle until he. It was great. Timmy Thatcher. Check out. I don't know what's on the network yeah. of of progress, but try and if they've got any recent ones with Timothy Thatcher on. Yeah. Um, he was there with um, when Kid Lycos was out of the. Uh, the uh, can't talk about <laughs> <laughs> him and him and yeah. Chris Brooks yeah. had the, some sort of calamari yeah. killer squad. Well, I can't remember even remember. But um, yeah. when Kid Lycos was out, um, they had like Jonathan Gresham yeah. was was in there for a bit, and then Timothy. I like Thatcher. him with his big octopus mask. Yeah, 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 yeah. And his, I quite like his lady friend as well. She's in um, TNA. Isn't she? You're a pervert. <laughs> You got a question about women? Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> and, you, and you can. I, 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 there is a question that came in that I saw on Twitter about what our favourite um, crushes, not kind of crushes thing. and things First like that. First crush in... when, when basically this, this, 
it's, it's my front room we're doing this in at the moment, yeah. and I, I, I don't want Andy getting either turned on, naked. There's not horrible. much chance of any of those things happening, to be honest. Yeah, but you might, you might. I, I, I have this horrible might... feeling of you just sort of oiling yourself up a la that twat on Tiny Flippy Wrestling, um, getting naked oh, and, and, and going on and going on about fucking. Rhea Ripley and oh, whatever your first lover. Yeah. yeah, you love her. Get your hands where I can see them. Thank yeah, you. Right. Well, we're, we're talking about. Yeah, so I'd never seen Walter until he turned up in the next day. Great, great fucking. I heard about him. A proper stiff, proper wrestler. Anyone whose names are spelled in capital letters. Walter. That's <laughs> got to be a good sign on it. Um, but both of them. Pete Dunne's fucking. Stiff as you like. Again, I mean the 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 things about this match is again the crowd make it. The the crowd stayed up for what yeah. was essentially a British title yeah. match, and it looks believable. Really, but I believable. think I think you the the US has taken Pete Dunne to heart. Yeah, and when he gets back out there, I think the push will start yeah. again when COVID's done and Pete Dunne's allowed back in. And just seeing Walter, just the size water, of Walter, just look just at Just, proper, just Walter is proper. From from the fact that they kept his independent music. Yeah. Partly because it's Vorjak, yeah, the New it's, World Symphony, and it's, it's free domain stuff that. as we well. Might put, yeah. I might slid that on the end of this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say no, I've got it on, yeah, I've got yeah, it on vinyl, yeah. to be honest. I've got Vorjak... Uh, in my classical section, along with things like Eric Satie and Gershwin yeah. and Richard Strauss and things like that, I've got a, I, I have a vinyl collection right. of... I know, I've seen it. Classic, it flat. classic yeah. music. You played me the water for your music at the flat, actually. When I, when yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. Episode, I yeah. put it on, it was, I got that on. And you stood and did the poses. I did, I... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you the pose. Now, listeners, so, yeah. Um... So yeah, so this is yeah, this is yeah, nuts. It was really. a well, well put together match. There was a lot of psychology in it. It it played to the power moves of Walter. It played to the joint manipulation yeah. and things like that of Pete Dunne. I never seen anyone do that. We're not, we're not, for, but we're that's like Jim Breaks and that fucking Tally Ho K and things yeah, like yeah, that. It's yeah. all British wrestling. And he's doing that on mainstream like American TV. That's brilliant. But to be honest. At that point, they wanted to bring in somebody like, um, what's his name, another sexual predator in ROH, um, the Skrull. villain, Marty Skrull, yeah. was doing that finger snap was stuff he? before Pete Dunne was brought in to do that on. Mm. But, I, I, I guess Pete Dunne's more synonymous with it now because yeah, of the exposure he, be, yeah. he gets yeah. but they were they were they knew each other inside out because they they had mm. numerous matches before it was something they they just went in and did their water versus pete dunn match mm. to the best of its ability and and everybody fucking popped for it yeah it was beautiful i mean the finish the top rope the powerbomb from the... The powerbomb from the top, top rope really? fucking immense. And then oh. the top rope splash. Yeah, yeah. But oh. but they were traded... The way they traded strikes, yeah. the way they 
transitioned into actual wrestling yeah. in between the fucking stiff chops and yeah. things like that. The power moves, the joint manipulation, and and repeated attempts from Pete Dunne to lock in a triangle. Yeah. And and finish him that way with an armbar or a triangle or something yeah. like that. It was just flawless technique. Yeah. Two wrestlers that knew each other inside out and knew how to put a fucking wrestling match together. It it was it was a thing of beauty because it played to both their strengths. Yeah. They both traded off the strikes. It was fucking amazing and the whole thing made perfect sense. The crowd were up for everything and if I was Velveteen Dream, I'd have fucking wanked over it. Yeah. Well, it, but I mean... That's one of the things with the with COVID, they've both been stuck over here, haven't they? So they haven't. I think the plan was, we don't know where the Pete Dunn Matt Riddle thing was going before the lockdown. And Luckily then, enough, um, they had two wrestlers in Imperium that were based oh, yeah, in America. Yeah, Eichner. And I love Eichner. I love <laughs> Bartel. Yeah, I love Bartel especially. Yeah. Eichner needed something to do. Yeah. Um, because I was impressed with him when he was in the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah. Um, and they sort of utilised him on and off. But he makes perfect sense in Imperium. That match, I watched the takeover in Blackpool when it was Imperium against the uh, Scottish blokes. Coffee and... Gallus. Yeah. And, and yeah. Gallus, yeah. And then at the end, Undisputed Era turned up and uh, uh, got involved. Yeah. Um... It, does, it, it kind of it almost makes you feel sad watching some of this stuff because like yeah 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 it's like what could have been if yeah. they had not been taken over by cunts yeah well but no but the I think again without the lockdown as well and if again the, the combination of lockdown and being moved to Wednesday nights and the whole all that shit is because I, I think the plan was for I think Finn Balor was gonna feud with Walter for the UK title yeah and we don't know where the the uh, you know the the uh, Pete Dunne, Matt Riddle storyline was going to go, um, but all that kind of. But it's but NXT UK is coming back soon. It is yeah, yeah. Well, we'll but see who's if I suppose if if Pete Dunne's stuck in this country, he'll be back on um, Walter NXT will be on there, UK. I imagine. I should imagine, yeah. But it, it'd be notable Ralph for. Harris. <laughs> it'll be noticeable for for the, the roster that's gone. Obviously the. The, the, the main casualties well, of Tyler that. Bate might be. He was being. I think he'll still be there. Oh, Jordan Devlin was. When I he think. Was, yeah, yeah, I think. I think. Obviously, Travis Banks and Legera are gone. Yeah. I don't think because it's all gone very very quiet. Full stop. Yeah. With Jordan Devlin. Yeah. Um, I keep an eye out for all these sort of posts on Twitter. Yeah. I think he won't be back. No. I think there's enough to say Jordan Devlin. Mm. Off you go. Yeah. Um, which is sad, but I think I think from that side of things, I think Brit British wrestling has been behind mm. American wrestling by the requisite number of years. They've got like a little studio set up, haven't they? Like the BT Sports Studio where they're gonna yeah. film the shows. Yeah. So but I mean if it is Pete Dunn, Walter, you know, um, you got people like my mate Lewis Howley with Pretty Deadly, <laughs> and you've got you've you've I've got, got Lewis Howley, and I got Trent Severn in um, 
you still, I think they, he's coming to the point where he's moving backstage, Trent. Yeah. I think they they were already making moves to transition. And you'll make the school teacher. You Edward always, you Dennis. About. He said we used to make about. He said he's a terrible heel. He was he was a fucking terrible heel. <laughs> he's he's not. Believable. He was injured there. He might be. He might be back there. He might have. Yeah, that might have done him some favors. Because being... because he's he's got when he was with Mark Andrews. Yeah. Who I don't like either. No. Um, because, he's not Danish from wrong. Because he's, he's that relentless fucking waving yeah. shit. I think Eddie the, Dennis um... had a better jokey persona. Yeah. Than he does a heel persona because he just he's just gurning, and he's got a high pitched Welsh accent. Mm. And when he gets more angry, it just gets more high pitched. <laughs> and when he's really angry, yeah, only dogs can hear him. Yeah. Obviously, got we got Flash Flash Morgan who's, who's taken over. Flash Morgan Webster. He took over uh, Chaos Wrestling in Bristol, didn't he? Yeah. If I recall, well, if, if things if things ever if things ever go back to normal, go back to normal. Yeah, well, I think we should have a we should have a, a brief. How many week. hours are we in now? Well, we're coming up to an hour and twenty five. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're not even halfway through the. Well, we were we're, we're close. We're close. We've got yeah. two matches and emails and, and more questions. More questions. Thing, so. We're going to take a slight break. Um, we'll be back. In no time at all. Can I, can I put Walter's music in here? You can put Walter's okay, music thanks. in here. I have an issue with Andy sneaking <laughs> in music <laughs> but I can put that, that in I there, don't right? like. Um, but we are going to leave you with Vorjak's New World Symphony <laughs> and we will be back after you've stood to attention in an Imperium style. <laughs> yeah. See you Not in like a minute. Nazi. Thanks. slight comment beforehand about not looking like a Nazi they're, they're obviously the way so, they... obviously there's small minded fuckers in WWE creative yeah. who are obviously pushing that side of things I think they'd have pushed it more yeah. but I think the people involved in Imperium well, yeah, just they're said quite, yeah. fucking yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they're quite adamant obviously actually yeah. it gets the law in Germany yeah it is yeah, yeah. And to be fair Germans are a lot more progressive than we are our friend uh 
Uh, I got my my phone's charged up in a minute, but I can't remember her name. TNN Angel on Twitter. She's from Germany. She invited us over to Berlin for a, a boozer. I have a long history. I've been to Berlin on a stag weekend. With Very Germany, nice. from a band perspective. Yeah. I have been treated with nothing but respect. And I have a love of German culture mm. and the German people. Yeah, they're amazing. A lot of German friends. Yeah. Um, from music and from just general. Yeah. Um, I've got a lot of respect and a lot of time for, for yeah. German wrestling. Yeah. Culture, music. Yeah. Bands like Rammstein, um, Spurnbirds, yeah. Die Totenhosen. Yeah. Um, Die Arzer. KMFDM, are they, they, they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, bands like. Scorpions. <laughs> are they German? DAF. The no, Scorpions, Scorp German. Scorpions. The, when growing up, yeah. there was always that. Um, there was always that Scorpions LP yeah. where a couple were sat in the back of the car and he was putting bubblegum up for tip. Right. Okay. Um, which was a, a sort of. Uh, abiding memory of yeah. of the time. Yeah, are they from um, Germany though? They're German. Yeah. With people like Michael Schenker. Yeah. Uli John Roth. Um, who are the the? Oh, we're thinking of. Uh, Neu. Einst Zende Neu Batten. Yeah. Neu is it Neu? Neu. That that's that's a sort of crack rock yeah. with things like can craft work. Oh, can I was thinking of yeah. Yeah. Um, no, he would that ilk as well. The young so, gods. Where were the young gods from? Switzerland. Switzerland. Okay. <laughs> I just I just shouting out Eastern. So no. Yeah, well, I, I saw the young gods at uh, Phoenix Festival. Hmm? I saw the young gods at Phoenix Festival in yeah mid nineties. They had a record player on stage with them. Yeah, that was a highlight. Well, I've got a lot of time for Germany. And Earl, Br Earl Brutus had like a German. They had, a, I think they're. You remember Earl Brutus? Hmm? Earl Brutus. Yeah. They're a little like dancer man. I think he was German. He had like a dancer. They were from Camden, though. Oh, Earl Brutus. Earl Brutus, the, the lead singer of Earl Brutus, was drummer in the Echo the Bunnyman. No, no, that's, that's a complete lie. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Andy's having a complete mental breakdown. No, 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 he was the... He um, was not Peter Freitas. No, he was a drummer in... Uh... Oh, who's, who's in the drummer? Oh, fuck it, oh, this is terrible, isn't it? A shit skies band? No, 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 no. Do you haven't even got the geographical location? Hang on. Get your phone. Jesus and Mary Chain might have been a dream. No. Been... <laughs> Hang on. You're thinking of John Moore's Expressway. Nick Sanderson was the drummer in. He was the lead singer of Primal. Of... Oh, fuck's sake. You're was... fucking full of shit. He was the lead singer of Earl Brutus. Yeah. And he was also. He was in Jesus and Mary Chain. He was the drummer in Jesus and Mary Chain for a short period. Yeah, yeah. not that anybody knew. Well, no, but still, still counts. But he wasn't the singer in Primal Screen. No, he was the drummer in Jesus and Mary Chain. He wasn't the drummer Chain. in Echo and the Bunnymen. And the lead guitarist in Obrus was the brother of Martin Fry. Maybe see. Okay. Yeah. 
So, uh, the next match was... Um, I'm dismayed. Yeah, I love, no. I, I'm a big fan of Earl Brutus. I love Earl Brutus. Yeah, I wasn't. No, well, there we go. Um, I might say some Earl Brutus on the end of the, on the, end of the podcast. We're done if you do. <laughs> um, we used to report it at French we used to call the Earl, because he looked like the least senior Earl Brutus. Let's quantify that. <laughs> <laughs> you used to call him the Earl. No, me and some of my mates, we used to go to the social club at French eh? And like a few of the lads used to come out of the social club sometimes to meet me after work. Can you remember that aborted, that aborted work Christmas do that ended up at the social club? Yeah. Well, it was, yeah. It was for some context. I managed, I managed not to call somebody a cunt. Yeah. That obviously was a cunt. For some context, we used to work at, in a hospital which had a, a bar on site, basically. You could go directly from finishing your shift to getting tanked up. And the porters would generally would be in the, the bar. During their shift. During their shift. <laughs> they to get bleeped or to get called. So, God bless the NHS. Um, right, next match. That, that hospital is no longer there. No, it doesn't exist anymore. No, no. 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 Sad. Right, women's title match next time. So, Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair versus Yo Shirai versus Harry Sane. So Shane had been champion for a long time. Now, I watched the intro to this yeah. with my partner James yeah. sat next to me. Yeah. And she made the observation yeah. that Shayna Baszler yeah. had the most annoying voice. Oh, she does, yeah, yeah. But she's good, doesn't she? But she's like a, like a school bully. Yeah, but a really annoying voice, yeah. school bully. She reminded me of she reminds me of Nelson from The Simpsons. That kind of I, I hadn't taken that on board until mm. James said she's got the most annoying voice. The voice doesn't fit her because she's quite a scary kind of isn't she to look at her. She's a you know I physically the, kind of. I think the modern colloquialism yeah. is hench. It might be. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, um, but I haven't. I can't get that out of my mind since Jane said yeah. it. Basically, she's that she's got, got an annoying nasal really voice, and yeah, yeah, it doesn't fit, does it? No. Um, but she's been champion for a while. Hasn't and she? and the, the rest of them was dismissed by the phrase, "The rest are just all hags." Oh, what, in this match? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's very harsh. That's not us saying this. This is. It's these partners saying this. That's my love you're talking about, Mike. Well, so I'm you so, go yeah, fucking yeah, careful, because yeah. I will dismember you as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's... Um, I, for, for, again, we do talk about the, the standard of women's wrestling in NXT. That kind of it's thing. fucking above and beyond anything... That but this was all, because obviously Shayna was an ex-MMA lady, wasn't she? Yeah. Bianca Belair, I'm not sure what she she kind of came through. She was like system. collegiate athlete. Yeah. Um, hurdler, sprinter. Yeah. And then the two. And then powerlifter after that sort of thing. So yeah. she, athletically very yeah. gifted. Well, she's come through the system, really, hasn't she? Annoying personality. Yeah, but that's again part of the character. So she it? did her job well. Yeah. Because that was her personality. Yeah, yeah. And you got the two actual proper. And two wrestlers. actual. Tiny Japanese. Yeah, but they they wrestled in Japan. I know. I think they both they were both in Lucha Underground as well. Were they? Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, briefly. 
You, you never watch Shooter Underground, did you? No. You should definitely watch Shooter Underground. I can't find it anywhere. It's not very hard YouTube. to find. No, 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 it's very hard to find. Literally Underground. It's never been shown in this country. Then I won't bother trying to find No, 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 but if it is entertaining. I'm not sure if you like it or not. Well, I can't I watch know. it. What's the point of it being entertaining? You might be able to find it. Have a look on YouTube. It never used to be available on YouTube anyway. It's on Netflix in America, but it was never on Netflix in this country. It was shown on some, on like the. It was shown like a, a cable channel in America. But it was good. Again, you had. Um, Ricochet in it. He's playing a character called Prince Puma. And you had. Um, Pentagon, Phoenix, and it was again all good luchador wrestlers, but it was like this kind of. Still, my favourite AEW moment. Yeah. Is Ray Phoenix yeah. blindsiding Orange Cassidy yeah. and smacking him full force <laughs> in the head. That gif will remain yeah. embedded in my mind. They're, they're both ridiculously fucking good, right? They're, they're really good. Ray Phoenix and Pentagon. Um, but yeah, no, if you, if you, you know, I'll have a look, see if I can find a, a decent link for it and send you. Yeah, so I'm not looking. No, no, no. Uh, but yeah, they were both in, in Lucha Underground. Right. And I think they wrestled in Japan as well. Quite yeah, a lot. yeah. Being Japanese wrestlers. Strange, um, huh? Yeah. But obviously the story of this match was that Shayna beaten them all at various points and made them tap out but then it was like, well, actually, she's being such a bully and sort of intimidating everybody that she has to take them all on in one match. But it was a good match. So again, the, the, the story was that uh, Kairi Sane and Yo were friends. But we will fight each other yeah. if we need to. Yeah. <laughs> That's worse than my Newcastle accent earlier. That was Indian as That's well. That's more, more offensive than my Newcastle accent, yeah. Yeah. And then, again, the, the, but then uh, Bianca and... Uh, Shane and Basin want to kill each other too, so it's kind of you've got two guys fighting together and then against two other people. And you got there were certain spots in the match where they both had the match won, like I think Kyrie Sane had a finishing move and the show hit a finishing move. And then they ended up costing each other the match. Because then by that point. I, it was like, I like the finisher, the insane elbow. Oh yeah, it's amazing. It looks yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she looks after her opponents well. Yeah. Which is wrestling parlance for she doesn't actually connect. No, 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 but it looks amazing. But it looks fucking yeah, but that's what you want, yeah, 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 That's yeah. all you need that's to perfect, do. She yeah. throws herself into that yeah, yeah, and yeah. looks after her opponent. You can't get anything better than that in a wrestling, in a modern wrestling thing, isn't it? But we look, like you said earlier about Japanese wrestlers being booked poorly, I always felt that it kind of, kind of got Kyrie saying being this you know, oddball kind of sea captain character. But that was their character. Kyrie, they yeah. didn't do anything. They didn't do anything with that character. But that was fine. I think that's fine. That, that, got that. that was one of the rare things where they didn't mess with it. No. Strange enough, I thought that the Io Shirai character, where she comes out with the mask, takes the mask off, yeah. does all the theatrical. Yeah. Kenny Omega type pointing at yeah, the mask great, and things it? like that. Yeah. I prefer her bad. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. That's much. Oh better. yeah, and she's amazing like that. But then now she's become, now she won a title. She's 
more kind of facey, you know, and she's not... Yeah, 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 but she's still staying within the that, parameters. Yeah, she's that, not... when they changed her music and she dyed her hair black and she was... I thought that was good. Proper scary. And, yeah, it was, but she was unhinged. Yeah. And I'm going for a piss, so okay. I need talk. Right. So, yeah, so that, basically that's what we were saying, that the Japanese wrestlers being booked poorly, that Kyrie Sane had a had a strange sort of sea captain, oddball kind of character, but then Io Shirai was kind of, you know, just kind of there as a face. But when she turned heel and she dyed her hair black, that, um, that yeah, she definitely took her own, came into her own as a character then. Um, I apologise for Steve's uh, Japanese accent earlier. Yeah, but I mean my, my my Indian accent, my my actually my Newcastle accent, which turned into being an Indian accent, wasn't the best either. So, but yeah, so this match was was good. Um, lots of false finishes, and then Bianca hits her finisher, and then well she hits her finisher on the EO and Kyrie Saint, but then Shayna comes in and steals it. Um, and then she celebrates with the, the other two of the three horsewomen of MMA. This Obviously this match was the night or two nights before you had the big main event of WrestleMania when it's Ronda, and Becky Lynch and, and Charlotte. Um, I think you kind of miss, I, I wasn't a massive fan of Ronda Rousey, but I think you kind of miss her sort of star power in a way. And that match at WrestleMania was, again, I don't think it would have been the main event if she wasn't there. Which is a shame, really, because, again, the Becky Lynch shot. But you've seen Becky Lynch shot a million times. Um, but having her there probably elevated that match to be in the, the main event. Uh, whether she'll ever come back, I don't know. Who knows? Who cares? More to the, uh, more to the point. I think Steve's gone to bed, probably. So I might carry on the rest of the podcast on my own. Let me just go for his little... Has he got any porch scratches left? A couple left. That's the sound of a man eating porch scratches. This will piss off Max because he gets annoyed with sound quality. Scratches everybody horrible. So, so that was the women's match. Um, when Steve comes back, we'll have a chat about Shayna Baszler and how she's been booked on the main shows, which has been. Uh, yeah, she's now got this tag team with Nia Jax, which it's quite you know. At least she's doing something. She wasn't doing a lot before then. We're just talking about Shayna Baszler on the main shows. Eat my pork scratches as well. Fuck it. Well, but apparently the plan was that she was going to win the Rumble this year. Yeah, what change? Yeah. But they, a last minute change. Because it didn't really make sense WrestleMania, did it? No. It made sense. The, the Shayna Baszler, Becky Lynch thing made sense. But the Charlotte Rhea Ripley thing didn't make any sense. No, all. not really. It killed Rhea's push. Yeah. And Charlotte... 
you know, being the NXT well, champion was need to be NXT champion. No, again, that was probably just a thing, just to try and in someone's insane fucking brain, it was going to draw more people to watch NXT. But but so, so Shayna, when she made her debut on Raw, she bit <laughs> she bit Becky Lynch. Remember? That is shit. No. <laughs> so she was a vampire in her first appearance. But why? I mean, again, who comes up with this fucking stuff? Can't make it up, maybe. Is she not scary enough anyway without biting people? Keep the same thing. It worked. It's yeah. proven to work. Why didn't they just keep she that going? If you come out and just choked her out, then, yeah, there you are. There's your match. Why should she have to bite her? The Shayna Basil push, basically, yeah. is a good... It's a good example of the division of sensibility that went on in NXT at the time yeah. to a ludicrous cartoon world of booking in the main roster. Yeah. She's a perfect example of why these cunts need to die. Yeah. But they booked her, so she she won the Elimination Chamber, I think, didn't she? she yeah. But she was in Elimination Chamber was it was it was like it was Asuka, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan on whatever her last appearances and um the other one. Liv. Liv Morgan. Yeah. So, really, three of those people that haven't won a match in... Everybody. Yeah, but three of those people that haven't won a match in about six months. Yeah. And then there was Asuka. Yeah, so, Liv Morgan, Lafrey beat fucking Shayna Baszler. Well, this week, yeah, that was yeah. In, a, in a handicap match. But now, they're, they're, again, it's like, well, we'll make her into a... Can she be a, like a, a humorous sort of comedy character? <laughs> That's where they're kind of going now with her in Nia Jax as being this kind of... Um, opposites kind of tag team and but yeah. I mean let's not forget that Liv Morgan yeah once called up Terry's Rob an unseriousness guy now, I don't get I get I, I might annoy some people because there seems to be a lot of people on Twitter are like oh you need to push Liv Morgan and Liv Morgan should be this and Liv Morgan should be that well she's, she's not a good wrestler <laughs> she's not why are you, why are you, she's not a good wrestler why are you pushing it's like but they, but Ruby Wright is a good wrestler, isn't she? Yeah, but it's like pushing you yeah. in a federation entirely of bald men yeah. because you're slightly bald in another man. Yeah. Because she's they spent a lot of money did all those pleasing, she should be pushed. She was in the Riot Squad and she went away for ages. The Riot Squad's kind of split up and then she came back doing these vignettes where she was... Do you know who my favourite in the Riot Squad was? Who? And possibly going into the crush... Yeah. Mode that um sub whoever it was, yeah. Sarah Logan. Yeah. I liked her as a character. Yeah. And what totally made me think Yeah, she should be pushed more was those drive Oh yeah, you watch that stuff, don't you? Yeah. Drive things. Drive along things. And drive along things and she was hilarious. Well as the only person who watches just like that. a just a redneck. In the world, I'm sure you enjoyed that. <laughs> it's just, just you watching those. I was sitting in the back and she had a big bag full of raw meat. Yeah. So well, like, she'd, again, her and she'd be sat in the back farting. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know why, but that makes me yeah. think somebody should be pushed if they fart. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it seems strange with Liv Morgan, they, they were planning their sort of comeback, doing all these vignettes of her in the in the bathtub and that kind of thing. And 
as she needs to kind of that weird lesbian character that she played for and five then minutes. suddenly they, yeah she was a lesbian for a week with Lana and then about three months later well, she's back in the riot squad now I literally, I was sure a lot of time and effort went into making these vignettes where they're like doing all these serious. But that stuff. was disrespectful to Sonia. Again, that, that was just that, this was in that same sort of time. Of, if you're going to have somebody play a lesbian character, yeah, in the WWF as a bit of an unhinged, but why not have the the actual out lesbian? But in a, a believable true life situation, when do you think they come up with that storyline about her being a lesbian? I'd say probably about half an hour before the fucking show started. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because it didn't get never mentioned, never got mentioned again, did it? Couple of weeks. <laughs> Not really. There was very little else. I think she again the week after she might have wrestled Lana, and that was about it. And they might have like a mixed tag team match with her and Rusev against Lana, but they, the angle lasted probably f three weeks. It was bullshit. Whatever. Yeah, but that that, that was again. They were, this is a similar time to Shayna Baszler being a vampire. Yeah. It was, well, what can we do this week, which is shocking. Well, Lana and Liv Morgan are lesbians. Next week, well, Shayna Baze is a vampire. <laughs> but Even though Mana is married to... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She's much married to Bobby Rusev, isn't she? Eh? Oh, she, she got divorced. Bobby Rusev. Bobby, Bobby Rusev. <laughs> yeah, Bobby Rusev. Oh dear. Well, then they got married, didn't they? Her and Bobby Lashley, they got divorced the week, so. Yeah. The thing is, why do you do these kind of storylines when it's, you know. In these days, it's so easy to yeah. poke holes in the whole thing. That's the thing. Why? why? Wrestling has never been more obviously fake. Why bother? In, in, from any promotion. Because, it, like, there's a tweet today about it all. Um, Alexa Bliss, she's starting a podcast next Who? week. Alexa Bliss. Oh, yeah. So, more competition for us, obviously. But the past week on Raw, she's been like, oh, no, SmackDown. She, obviously, they're, they're teasing that she's going to have some sort of allegiance to the to the Fiend. You know, that kind of sort of Bray Wyatt storyline. Yeah. And she's, like, distracted and, like, you know, acted a bit strange. And then three days later, well, she's got a podcast coming out next week. Like, like well, like, there's no kind of, like... No thought goes in. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just horseshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you can't do that. That's been with social media, as we probably discussed most weeks. You can't do these kind of, again, but Lana's married to Bobby Lashley. And they don't get that basic point. But actually, but that, she's married to she's married to Rusev off of TV. But it 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 feeds into there. Well, we're just a like a we're just a like a sports entertainment yeah. program. It's not a. It's, Logic goes out the window, and people are treated like fucking idiots. Yeah. Because they get why it should be why what it should yeah. be, but they're they're having their intelligence insulted on a weekly basis yeah. by people who don't know wrestling. Yeah. That are writing for. So don't don't write those kind of storylines if these people have got like again. It's like giving nursing care. Yeah. To people who've done like half a nursing course and are, are not quite nurses. I don't know, no idea what you mean. So I don't get that idea. So, right, the main event then is um, the main event 
is two out of three falls, Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole. So I think the plan was initially was, was going to be Cole yeah, and uh, Gargano and Miriam Margulies versus um, yeah. George Cole. George Cole, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. George Cole, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, but the plan was going to be like the the culmination of the Gargano Champa feud, like for the for the title. Yeah. Obviously, Gargano got injured. So, uh, no, Champa got injured. So, so they ended up going with Adam Cole and Gargano. But I watched this like today. This match. This is the one match I hadn't seen. Like, I rewatched the rest of it, but this is the one I rewatched this. And again, we'll see it for every match, but the crowd makes it basically. Yeah. You know? They're well up for it. But you got about five minutes before the match even starts. When the crowd are doing like sort of Julian chants and. I have a lot of respect for Miriam Margulies. Yeah. Because he can wrestle. He's Johnny yeah. Wrestling after all. Yeah. But as a character, his hair. You don't like his hair? No, I don't like his hair at all. <laughs> but I think he's exceptionally bland in well, either a, in either a face or a heel role. I think you need to needed to make him like <coughs> in this match was again. I will watch it tonight, and I got you know a, a bit emotional at some points. Like the way the crowd was in the match, everything. I mean, it was a bit. It was a bit unrealistic in a way. Some of the he took about eight finishes and kept kicking out. But it was um yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Because he was always out of the two with him and Champa. He was always a sympathetic kind of babyface character, wasn't he? Champa was the sort of looked like the psychopath, was like the yeah. sort of killer character. And in recent times, he's been the been the heel. But it's difficult to again, but that, that's the thing. Like you don't know, like when so his the majority of his heel turns been without a crowd being there. You don't know how and these. They tried him once doing that with yeah. the crowd there. Yeah. People acted perplexed more than anything else. Well, because again, he's he's quite likable. So it's like, how do you? Be that kind of asshole. Yeah, the other match with you play up the fact that he's got shit hair. Well, yeah, because obviously his, his wife as well. She's turned heel with him. But the match with Keith Lee, the in your house takeover thing, that was quite good. He was doing like lots of underhand sort of little shitty tactics. Um, I know what you mean with him. He is he, he again. This match is you've got two really good fucking wrestlers basically. And the crowd are like super up for it, so you're it's in a you're in a no a no lose situation, right? Aren't you? But I think people were more super up for Adam Cole, George Cole. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah. Than they were for Miriam. Yeah, but he's cool, aren't he? Again, we're talking the, like the NXT sort of crowd. They're gonna go for the. They're sure both people again. They're both getting like good responses, but they're gonna go for the slightly cooler kind of. Character, which is what Adam Cole was, was yeah. with the better music and the whole the Adam Cole baby, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the boom and the and yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, but a good two out of three falls match. Again, it gets a bit shenanigans esque at the end, 
when an undisputed era come out and always going to be a running. It's a WWF main event. Yeah, yeah, and with a yeah with a stable kind of involved. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I think fucking Meltzer give this like five and a half stars, something like that. I have no. <laughs> <laughs> I only saw that when I looked at the Wikipedia review of the, 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 I, the I have a sneaking feeling yeah looking back on it yeah that a couple of my replies yeah. to the great Brian Last yeah who's his co-host on the Jim Cornette experience oh uh, that might be where you got blocked um disparaging is he not a, is he, not, is he, is he mates with Meltzer he Cornette. is whilst Simultaneously slagging him off most weeks. Yeah, that's everybody though, isn't it? With Cornette, even if he's mates with somebody, he'll still. Yeah, 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 and I think possibly that's why I've <laughs> been blocked. blocked happily. Yeah, yeah. As yeah, much yeah. as yeah. I like Jim Cornette, he's a fucking dick. Yeah. I were blocked by one. Do you know who we're blocked by? Who by? Vader Scott. We're blocked by. Who? Vader Scott. Never heard of her. Oh well, she's an indie wrestler. And she's she's done. Um, she was an ROH and. So why uh, we blocked by her? I quite like it. I made a joke and she blocked her. So she's gone out with um, Speedball, Mike Speedball, Bailey. No. Do you know who these people are? No. But they both blocked her, so that's fine. I don't care. No, 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 no. I really no. don't care. No, but that's the only people that I'm blocked by. Don't give a fuck. No, 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 no. I, I quite like them both as well, which is quite disappointing. But I made a joke and they obviously. They obviously have no sense of humour. No. Because you're probably the least offensive person on Twitter. Yeah, you're keen well, to please everybody. Yeah, but... I don't... I'm keen to please nobody. <laughs> I know, which yeah. the fact that I've yeah. got 31 followers is fucking totally disappointing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this match capped off a good pay-per-view, didn't it? Uh, overall, it was... It was good. Great. Yeah, cannot... The, the, the fact that... Cole even the, even the match we, we don't want to talk about... Was a good match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, with hindsight, that we know that they're sexual perverts. Yeah. And yeah. Cunts. Yeah. But again, we'd rather spend time talking about people who deserve it. I'm getting up. I'm walking. This is. Uh... He can. He writes. He walks. He's <laughs> like a. He's like a fucking six million dollar man doll. From right. So the come on. Then. So that's um. That's where we are. So we're gonna now do some. Questions we had. Yeah, that was that was NXT twenty four. Yeah, which took uh, overall, I think, an an A plus pay per view. Yeah, five five point five, five stars. Five point five stars on the Meltzer Orama yeah, yeah, scale. Yeah, yeah. man's a cunt as is Alvarez. So we are now going to do some questions. Welcome questions. So obviously we've got. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm literally just scrolling from my phone now trying to find the questions. You're not very organised, are you, Andrew? Not really, no. No. Let's no. pull it. Just talk amongst yourselves for a moment. I'll eat pork scratching. Uh, I've got Mr. Porky's crackles at the moment. Pork. The nation's favourite, apparently. Triple cooked and seasoned pork. I found one nipple in there as well, so it's 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 a bonus bag. God bless Mr. Porky. Right. How disappointing is up the Terrier's Rob's question this month? This month? This week. Right. We'll, we'll get all in the time. So James from that 90s wrestling podcast. Yep. 
who had a interview this week with he's interviewing some some good oh, people yeah, yeah, yeah. and and people I've never heard as well. So yeah, yeah, that's what you want. It swings and roundabouts. So he said he said in this is related to NXT in general. In my opinion, Bobby Roode was someone who should could have been a multiple world champion by now. And if the scenario comes where he doesn't resign, resign, where would you like him to go? You don't care, do you? Okay. <laughs> no, no. I think if he's gonna, if he wants, I mean, he's already a multiple world champion in TNA. He's the modern day million dollar man. It should have been, shouldn't he? We so discussed that last really week. So he doesn't really need the title. No, I he didn't wrestle anymore, does he? he? What, what does he do now? I reckon he should go to um, Chaos Wrestling. In Bristol? Yeah. He can, he can, oh, he can't, he can't stay here. You haven't got room here, have you? He couldn't stay I here. I know. He could probably stay there. He can stay. There's a flat above Parsons Bakery in Westbury. Yeah. You can stay there. Um, he'd like... Bottles and books. Have like, got any room in that place? He would, he would like Mogford's Iron Mongers. Yeah. I'm sure. I'll message him in a minute. And co-op. Um, there's a nice selection of pies. Jamie Taylor. Chicken Hunter. What would you do with Adam Cole next? Um, bend him over the bath. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Right. So what would you do? What would you would you leave him in NXT? Would you bring him up to? Well, he's in the main roster, isn't he? With undisputed ego. But he's not on. He's not on the main show. He's on NXT, isn't he? No, he's. Been, they've been called up. They haven't been called up. They haven't been called up on TV Twitter's yet. wrong then. Yeah, Twitter's wrong. When were they called up? Recently. No, they're not, no, they're not on the main TV, so... Okay. You don't care. No, I don't. <laughs> no, no. Thanks for the question. What will I do with him? I'll answer the question, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, if he, I'd leave him there, really. No, he's done his time there. He but needs, what, to, he needs where, to go what, to... But this is, why, this is what the question he is. Work, he needs to work on the tiller Costco. I mean, if you, if you bring him up... Who's he going to feud with? I mean, do you bring him up or do you bring them all up? Oh, th- you bring them all up. And have them as a... Have, have them as a unit. Yeah. They are better as a unit. They will function better as a unit on the main roster. But they have him as the spearhead, as they did on NXT. And I think straight away, what, depending on what brand he goes on, he's a shoe-in for... The, the US or the Intercontinental title. Everyone wants his titles, do they really? That's the thing, it's like, yeah, I mean... But that's the way you introduce yeah, him. Yeah, by him, him, By him, him suddenly up. getting the US or the yeah. Intercontinental title from a prestige sort of thing, I think we need to go with the Intercontinental yeah. title. So I guess that means he's called up on Raw, is that right? No, it's not there. It's the other way around. Right, that's fine, but whatever. Who's he gets the Intercontinental champion? championship. Oh, yeah. He has a... Yeah. He has a honky tonk man type run in a perfect world, mm. um, and stays there by hook or by crook with undisputed era mm. providing the run-ins when needed. So he's there for a long time, mm. and then he loses it on a fluke and gets put into the main title world picture. title picture. To be honest, because what, I think yeah. he 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 his. He, 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 um, his character deserves that. Yeah. He plays everything. It, it's little, it's little touches that he does. It's the boom yeah. that he made his own. That, the little things yeah. that people have 
got he has a knack for connecting with people on the, either a positive or a negative way. Yeah. Um, and they need to push that to the hilt because he's young enough and talented enough to be this generation Shawn Michaels. Yeah, see that was the answer you're looking for, Jamie. Um and I've I've inadvertently given it to you. So um you can do me a favour by unfollowing me. I don't know what what again, I think they could bring him up. They could bring the, the fish and O'Reilly up as a team separately. I thought you do with Roderick strongly if you if you if you bring them up together then I suppose they're that they they were that over in NXT. You have to bring them up together, really, don't you? Because Roddy, by association, he's quite a bland character. Yeah, that's why he needs to be. Again, that made him going in there. Like. Yeah, but they need to keep that together to make that unit strong. Yeah. And whatever you do with Roddy, it might be just as the third person in that whole dynamic, fourth person in that dynamic to make the team strong. Well, you get rid of Adam Cole and the Roderick Strong be the leader of the next of the. No, I don't think that, it, it, there is only one leader of undisputed era, and that has to be Adam Cole. I think Roddy can be brought along with that, yeah. and fleshed out for a mid card role. Mm. Nothing more. He's never. He's not got. He's not got anything um, character wise that would ele- elevate him. If they played it right, then Fish and O'Reilly can. Yeah. Go for a couple of runs with if they care the about tag, fucking team tag team champions, yeah. Championships, um, because they work well. But I think they work well as a four person unit and they should take that up. Yeah. Going forward. Yeah. Right, so yeah, so I I think what what do I think they will do? I think they'll probably Botch it completely. get him in, put him in a world title scene, might give him the world title, or he might lose it. And after about a month, they'll take it off of him, and then it'll be like, well, what do we do now? Put him. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, well, I mean, I, I can see people are like, oh, but they're, they're pushing Keith Lee. Well, I got a bit of an issue if you bring someone in off of NXT and you put them in straight away with a... You have to build. ...big heel. It needs to be logical. What? So he's in that kind of world title picture. Well, if he doesn't win the world title, what does he, where does he go then? Anything else is... That's the problem with modern-day booking, though, isn't it? Yeah. They're too keen to make instant stars, at, and there's no thought to the, the middle and long term. If you look at Owen, when Kevin Owens come up, Owens come up, and I think his first match on the main roster was against Cena. Cena, Cena was US champion at the time. So he wasn't in the world title. So he could still... He still had room to go up yeah. from there. He was feeding with Cena, but he was feeding with, for the US title. So he was wrestling the, probably the biggest star on the programme but for the US title. So if he didn't win that, he could still go on and move upwards and wrestle for something yeah. bigger. They Whereas, lost their focus something. Yeah, that. which is a shame because yeah, yeah. he's amazing. But when cunts right, that's what you get. Yeah, right. Come on then. So Mags, who was your first wrestling crush and who was your current wrestling crush? Well, first, from my point of view, I mean, when I first started watching wrestling in the early 90s there was only two women <laughs> in the WWF and that Princess was Elizabeth Elizabeth and, and Sherry Mrs Tugboat yeah so and again I wasn't so I suppose the first kind of women in so when I got to sort of teenage years you're probably talking you probably fancied um, 
fabulous moolah. <laughs> no, no, no. I think you. I mean, you've got to be talking. I you mean, like a strapping woman, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say uh, Bertha Fay, or, uh, <laughs> or um, no. I, I mean, I suppose. I suppose I mean Stephanie, I suppose, or uh, Trish or Lita, one of those two, three, okay. or Luna, or. <laughs> but again, there wasn't there wasn't women in. I mean, you might you might be able to go back to like old NWA days, women in that. Yeah, I probably um, would. I probably. Um, woman was hot, was she? She was. Yeah. Um, and I can. I can go back to the point where she was um, Rick Steiner's. Rick Steiner's um, fan. Yeah. But I think probably my first question would, would, would have been Sensational Sherry. Yeah. Um, and I'm not, yeah, I don't know these days, currently. I, I'm going to go, because she's goofy. Mm. Um, and some of the memes where they, 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 were, they, they were hilarious. I'm going to go with Billy Kay. Just okay. because she's quite goofy and a natural comedy performer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I suppose, I, I said very Ripley a few weeks ago, but I do quite like what you said earlier about the like the heel Yo Shirai. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's somewhere there. <laughs> somewhere there, I think, somewhere. Um, but yeah, we're almost there. Yeah, brilliant, because I've been told by text to shut up. <laughs> Okay. Um, so we'll finish off with Rob's question. Yeah. Uh, the ubiquitous yeah. up the tenor is Rob question. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa's return was reminiscent of the classic minor episode Don't Tell Them Willy Boy Was Here which starred novelist Jackie Collins. As we all know, Tugboat was the inspiration for many of her romance novels. Which wrestlers would you cast in a Jackie Collins romance? You just fucking answered it, and it's tugboat. Tugboat. But you'd have to, you'd have to have a quiet romance because because of Mrs. Tugboat. Yeah. Obviously, and you couldn't have tugboat in an adulterous position because of their son Ray Tugboat Junior. Yeah. Um. But you could have any of the stable of loss and tugboatables yeah. in uh, that position. We've got a late one in, actually this one late, it's from yesterday, from Danny, Scottish Danny. Scottish juggler. If Coronation Street hired tugboat, Bastian Booger and Damien Demento to have a six-man tag match against three Coronation Street legends, who would they face? I'm going to go old school. Yeah. And I'm going to go for the unbeatable trio. Yeah. Of Minnie Caldwell. Yeah. Ina Sharples. Yeah. And Albert Tatlock. Right. I'm going to go Ogden. Ogden. You can't go wrong with an Ogden. <laughs> Ogden. Stan or Hilda. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go Ogden, Roberts um, and... Stan or Hilda. 
I'll, I'll go for Stan. The kids will be the same person, right? Can't they? I'll go for Stan though. Stan. I'm gonna go for Ogden, Alf Roberts, and Percy Sutherland. That's both. I think both of them would be able to take <laughs> Tugboat, Demento, and. Would he found Ogden? No, Roberts was a super heavyweight. I think he was a big lad. Alf he was. Roberts. Super Destroyer, yeah. Alf Roberts. Ogden, uh, Ogden and Roberts were like natural disasters and Sugden was... Alf the Hitman, yeah. Ogden. Sugden was like a kind of Bob Backlund. It was. <laughs> and on that bombshell. Yeah. <laughs> about Percy Sugden. Um, I think we're done. What yeah, we I think we're done as we. Yeah, we got a block on the Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's me in trouble. No, okay. that's right. not getting we, <laughs> we went and go. We've been told off, so we need to go. Um, um, we'll do something next week. Yeah. yeah. I need to. I need to. Steve anyway. needs to go to bed. Yes. Yeah. No night, well, everybody. Thank you very much, and we'll see you next week. We will do. Cheers. Bye bye. Take care. Bye bye.